From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yeah. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Cara. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. Roz. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I'm so bloated today. Are you okay? I ate too much last night. I ate too much. Go through it. I did, me. Oh, God. I, I decided to have a burrito because I really wanted one all week. And then I always decide on a burrito way too late at night. And then I order a burrito way too late at night. And so then, what time are we talking? No, I made one. I had all the fixins to make a to no, make no, a burrito. What time are we talking that you ended up eating? I don't know, eight forty five. What? Yeah, I was in REM sleep at that time. Were you really? Huh? Yeah, yeah. I was. I was in bed. At 8 o'clock, and I fell asleep around 8.15, yeah. 8.20. I fed the ladies at uh, 5.30, senior supper. And then... <laughs> at what time? 5.30. Yo, that's the time we eat at home. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, I can't. Yeah. I can't. Um, so, yeah, so they had... And Wait, I remind j- me again. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Remind me again. Yes. When they're when when Catherine and Roxy are eating. Right. What do you... I sit like, at the table. Yeah, but yeah. you don't eat. No. Or do you like uh, snack? No, stuff? sometimes I do. Sometimes I will, depending. But they were both starving. Yeah. Right? Rox had a hell of a day on Zoom school and yeah. Catherine had a of hell course, of a day doing is her prime thing. Time meal time. And then I asked and then I was like, okay, I was like, what time do you first thing Catherine did is she went in she went in and cleaned the kitchen, right? And yeah. then I thought that was real great. And then she looks at me after she cleans the kitchen and goes, Ah, ready for you. Aww. And I was like, and I was like, ah, you're the best. Also, yeah. it's four. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then I go, I go, Hey, what time do you ladies want to eat? Yeah. And then they both go five. And I was like, God, it's too early. And then uh-huh. they go, 5.15. I was like, okay, still too early. So I managed to get everything done for them by like 5.30, right? Sure. And then they sat there like a couple of pensioners and had their dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm going to start texting um, them from now on when we're eating our dinner at the same yeah, time. It's crazy. I couldn't imagine. Like, I couldn't imagine. To me, it's not that's not dinner time. Yeah. And then so I, I decided, I made a burrito, but well, like when I make a burrito, it's like the size, and I don't have big arms, but it's the size of this, right? From my, my like, my, my wrist, wrist to my elbow, right? Wow. It's a giant burrito <laughs> and it's, it's heavy yeah. right like it's so it's what so heavy what are all the fiexins so the fiexins were I had I, I did I asked the, the ladies I sent them a menu yesterday morning asking what they wanted for dinner and I gave uh-huh. them like six choices and of course everybody wanted every everything so I, I in my burrito I had rice yeah and then I had beef yeah. and chicken wow okay, okay. and a um sort of like a a, a cucumber um yogurt mixture that I do with lime in it and all of that and hot sauce and uh, cilantro and lettuce and uh, I put a little uh, Mexican corn in there that I made and all of this stuff but it turns out that this thing was like it was stack two king cans on top of each other and then add about another inch and a half of girth right okay that's the size of the burrito you can feed a family of four thank you and also chili fries on the side Okay. (laughs) 
Yeah. You had that big of a burrito yes. and chili fries yes. at 8.45 last night. I Okay, I was so destroyed and tired by the end of it. The last bite I took, my left eye was closed. Like, I was already... <laughs> Like, I was already half asleep. <laughs> no. Right? No joke. Yeah, I was like this. I took the last bite, and my face yeah. went like this. It just went. And I was like, I was, this side of me was already half asleep, and I chewed with, I chewed with the right side of my oh, mouth. No. The left side of my body was already asleep. <laughs> so forgive me if I'm gassy today. <laughs> yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. All right, yo, let's do this. This is Five in Seven. Ah, uh, yes. The return of Five in Seven. Everybody's favorite game. Very easy. <laughs> okay. We will ask Dan Mori to name five things. He has seven seconds to name those five things. Mocha will be the official judge and timekeeper. Uh, Dan Mori, are you ready? Yes, sir. Okay. How do you prepare for Five and Seven? Can you prepare for Five and Seven? I breathe. <laughs> like I go. <laughs> Damn it, Maury. Name five things you generally do only with your thumbs. Um, type an email. Uh, play video games. Thumb wrestle. Bowling. Loser. Mm. Bowling. You get bowled just with your thumb. Oh, did you say just? Okay, because your thumb does. Bowling. Your thumb goes in the thumb hole in the bowling ball. <laughs> and then what do you do? Like, hold your thumb up in the air? Like, uh, would have given you thumb war, yes. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Um, would have given you pushing in a thumbtack. Uh, hitchhiking. I you also said you. typing. Like, typing on a keyboard? Like, no, no, on your phone. Your on your phone. Oh, oh I guess. I gotcha. Okay. Uh, moving on. Damn it, Maury. Name five clear liquids. Water. <laughs> Sprite. Loser. Did you say, what did you say? Sprite. Oh, I thought you said sweat. <laughs> uh, but yes, would have given you water, would have given you Sprite, would have given you sweat, would have given you vodka, gin, rubbing alcohol, it would have given you. Oh, All those clear liquids. Yes. Oh. Sweat. 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 <laughs> Maury, name five words that rhyme with affair. Oh no. Despair. Um Eclair. Chaclair. Loser. Do you say Eclair and Chaclair? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um I mean technically not wrong. Yes, would have given you despair, aware, beware. Uh, I would have given you au pair. What's that? Uh, would have given you Lord's Prayer. I would have even given you, damn it, Maury, Huggy Bear. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, finally, we will end on this. Maury. Name five things that come in tubes. Oh, uh, <laughs> socks. Um, tennis balls. Um, tubes. Cookie dough. Loser. When do, do socks come in tubes? Tube socks. But a tube sock doesn't, it's a tube sock because it's a tube itself. It's not called a tube sock because yeah. it comes in a tube. Huh, who knew? I, everybody. Everybody knew. Yeah. I, would say, I, would say, I would say mostly everyone. Bro, uh, what about toothpaste? Yeah, would have given you toothpaste. Would have given you tennis balls. Uh, Pringles I would have given you. I would have even more given oh, you. Oh, tuba. I would have given. What? Excuse me. 
Well, because tubes in the title. It, it come what name things that come in a tube? Do you know how large that tube would be <laughs> to hold a tuba? <laughs> Maury, I would have also given you lipstick. I would have given you sausage meat. I would have even given you. <laughs> he comes in a tube. <laughs> yeah, think about it. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> and that's how you play five and seven. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I'm going through this um this story of uh, when I order like I I can't relate to extravagant like coffee orders like extravagant over the top Starbucks orders. Okay, I've always felt that places like Starbucks give people too much. In the way of options. I've always felt that. They do too much. And it gets to the point of where people will just start taking advantage. Because they can. They see an opportunity to feel important. Or to try and separate themselves from the masses. And so they take advantage of a menu. You see this all the time in places. Are you talking about like secret menu? Items? No, no, regular menu items. Okay. But it's like when somebody goes to a restaurant and they want something that's not on the menu, mm. right? Yeah. Like, don't do that. Somebody posted, this guy in California posted his order that he got for Starbucks, which is extravagant to say the least. So it was a caramel ribbon crunch frappuccino. Okay. Whatever sweet, that first is. Of all. Whatever that is. Uh-huh. I don't even know what that would look like okay. if it was in front of me. Does it come in a bowl or a cup? <laughs> no, it comes in, in a cup. <laughs> It'll come in, come in a cup. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because <laughs> when I go through these modifications, yeah. you're going to be like, no, that's a bowl item. Okay. Not a me, cup item. Me, so he ordered a caramel ribbon crunch frappuccino. Yes. With 13 modifications. 13? At some point, it no. ceases to be the thing you ordered, and then you're the douchebag yeah. trying to order something that's not on the menu. I understand understand modifications at starbucks but i think you should have a limit of five modifications are things like can you use um soy milk modifications are things like no whipped cream correct modifications are things like no ice or ice on the side if you want to be a huge pain in the ass correct modifications are not ordering a caramel ribbon crunch frappuccino and then ordering this five bananas extra caramel drizzle Extra whip, extra ice, extra cinnamon dolce topping, seven extra pumps of caramel sauce, extra caramel crunch, one pump of honey blend, and exactly seven frappuccino chips. Okay. Sir, what you ordered is actually dessert. Thank you. And you need a spoon for that. That's right. That should come in a bowl. I agree. That is no longer a drink. No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> like, and those aren't modifications. That no. is, I want something that you guys don't do. Yeah. Right? You went to a restaurant and ordered a dessert. Thank you. Five bananas in a cup. How do you drink that? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> what do you need? Like three cups for that? How do you drink? How do you drink a banana? Like they blend it? Do they? I, I guess. Don't, I don't. The frappuccinos are blended. The what? Frappuccinos are blended. I know, but Maury, if you put five bananas in anything and blend it, you're still not sucking that up through yeah, a tiny little no, straw. Absolutely not. There's well, you're no, gonna have to try because they don't have bowls. There's no, there's no chance. There's yeah. no five bananas, extra caramel drizzle, extra whip, extra ice, extra cinnamon dolce topping, seven x seven extra pumps of caramel sauce. Oh my god, this guy! Extra caramel crunch, one pump of honey blend, and exactly seven frappuccino chips. Extra douche. Extra douche. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. 
waxed and vaxxed. That's the summer. Yesterday was crazy. Bro, because the millennials are getting their vaccines now, right? They could sign up. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people having problems, too. Oh, my God. What a disaster. I was, re- I was reading something this morning where they were talking about how if you got your shot at a pharmacy, which mm-hmm. I did. Yeah. Same. That it's going to be such a disaster to schedule the second shots. Because the pharmacy, there's no centralized booking, and you can't book through a pharmacy through the government websites. And no, you the have to call them individually. And the pharmacies can't access the government websites. So what they were saying is that when it comes to the second shots, these pharmacists have their own database. And in order to reach out to people and book their second shots, they have to go through every file individually and send an individual email to every single person that got the first shot. Oh, no. There's no central sort of thing where it tracks the dates and then notifies you and then you show up. And a human being has to go through everybody they've given a shot to and send an individual email oh, to every no. single person. They're working in the 80s. Yes, yeah, so they're talking how the second shot's going to be a disaster. Damn it, Maury got a shot yesterday. You got the jab, Maury? Come on in. And you feel fine today, right? I mean, you're here. What one did you get, Holmes? I got the Moderna. Oh, the Derna. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. My arm is in a lot of pain. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I can't, can't really lift it too, too much. Right. Well, you're doing a good job. Yeah, um, but it was it was fine. It was like cool. when, like when somebody yeah. goes like this. Like when somebody goes, my finger gr- really hurts. I cannot do this at all. <laughs> <laughs> right? I got I got a granola bar afterwards. It was a good. They day. gave you a granola bar. Granola bar and juice box. What really? I got a granola bar and juice box. What kind of bougie clinic did you go I to? No. <laughs> what the hell? I gotta yeah. sit there for fifteen minutes. Yeah, I didn't even hey, get a I, chair. No, no. They were like, see that, down. see that hallway right? See that alley right there? That aisle? Walk yeah. up and down there. Oh, like, no. <laughs> She's like, set your alarm for 15 minutes. Come back when it beeps. I didn't even get that. No. The lady poked the nurse poked, poked her head out the door, and she's like, "You feeling okay?" I was like, "Yeah." She's like, "All right, see ya." <laughs> that's it. That's that's it. No that's juice it. box and granola bar. No, like Mr. Fancy Pants over here. Um, Maury recorded his experience of getting his uh, Derna shot. Oh no! Let me yeah. guess. The most dramatic ever. Oh. I guess you're next. Oh my god! I'm so you have no. I'm so nervous. That's fine. Should I'll I be, be nervous or no? Is it like a roller coaster or what? Do you, how would you describe it? It's like a pinch. Like a pinch? Yeah. Should I be a big boy? Am I a big boy here, no. or should I you're, stop being a baby? <laughs> wow. You're good. You're good. I'm, I'm a big boy. Than you before. Yeah. <laughs> this is for a vaccine, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Card, five, eight, nine. Should I sing and not look when it's going in? Wow. You won't even have a chance to do that. It's eight. over in a second. Okay. I really Four, need to seven. Sing. More used to that. <laughs> I'm Henry VIII. Okay. Have, any, uh, any like comforting words? Um. You won't even... Listen, somebody. I'm going to look after you, okay? Yep. I'm going to look after you. Don't worry. This guy. Hi, my friend. Now he starts to perform. I'm, I'm very scared. Don't worry. I'm going to look after you. I promise. Sh- should I sing while you're doing it? Yeah, but we got to talk first, okay? Oh. Okay. So tell me, this is your first shot? It is. When you had other vaccine? My first shot of a needle, but my husband punches me in the arm all the time. Ah. <laughs> you don't have fever? No. Okay. Did you feel well? But I, if I did have a fever, the only prescription would be more cowbell. Um, what? Oh, it's a joke. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, my friend, just roll your sleeve. Going to start singing, start now. Okay. Um, see how far you go. Okay. Don't move, though. Oh. Don't move. I'm Henry VIII. Ah! ah! Oh, okay, I didn't feel it. That's what it? Did I tell you? Did I not say I'm going to look after you? That's literally it. Did I not tell you I'm going to look after you? Did I not look after I you? I kind of wanted to feel something. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Nobody's happy. Do I, get a, do I get a lollipop? 
no, 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 too much sugar. Okay, okay my friend. Bye-bye. Sometimes when people are being recorded, they shut down, and other times somebody who's never been a performer before in their life suddenly becomes a performer. Oh, it's completely. Broadway. Yeah. Did I not tell you I was going to take care of you? <laughs> Did I not tell you I was going to take care of you? This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So the headlines are that Andrew Garfield definitively torched any sort of speculation that he is going to appear in the new Spider-Man movie, the Spider-Verse. However, after listening to this clip, I'm Mm -hmm. still not sure. And I think that maybe the headlines are wrong. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I'm saying that when you listen to this clip, he did an interview because, of course, the speculation is that the new Spider-Man is going to be a Doctor Strange sort of Spider-Verse, multiverse kind of thing. And that Tobey Maguire was going to come back and be uh, his Spider-Man and Andrew Garfield was going to come back and be his Spider-Man. And they've already confirmed they were going to do it. Jamie Foxx to come back as Mr. Freeze or Dr. Freeze, whatever. Right. Um, And so Andrew Garfield is doing an interview with the Happy, Sad, Confused podcast. Mm -hmm. And listen to this and tell me if this is as definitive as people say it is. I don't know how to bring up the Spider-Man stuff because obviously I don't even want to like ruin anything if there is something to ruin except to there say- isn't anything to ruin, bro. I had to just quickly just cut you off. There's nothing to ruin. Really? Like, dude, it's hilarious to me because it's like because I because I do have this Twitter account and I and I, I see like how often like Spider-Man is trending and, and it's like people freaking out about a thing and I'm just like guys, 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 like I I I wish I could just like be able to speak to everyone and say like I recommend that you chill like like listen I I can't speak for anything else apart from myself sure like like they might be doing something (laughs) but then ain't none like I ain't I ain't got a call so for the record my friend on a stack of whatever you have there you are not as of this taping in or have any knowledge of being in the next Spider-Man movie I feel (laughs) like. Like, I feel, I feel like I, I like, haven't I just said that? <laughs> I just you said have. That. I, just, I just want to get really no. clear. I want, this is this the unequivocal yes, no answer. I did not get a call. Okay. But it doesn't mean that discussions aren't when happening. When somebody says they didn't do something and then somebody else says, this is easy. It's a yes, no answer. Did you do the thing? If you didn't do the thing, you say no. Absolutely. Right? But he said on whatever you have there, this is the moment are you in Spider-Man or not? And his answer was, I didn't get the call. It doesn't mean talks aren't happening. Right. It doesn't mean that, but that's, you don't, normal people and actors are not normal people, but normal people. I didn't people, get the call. When you are trying to definitively shoot something down and somebody says to you, they look in your face and they say, this is very easy. It is yes or no. Are you in the new Spider-Man? And his answer is, I didn't get the call. And he didn't normal say, people say no. And he didn't necessarily in that conversation say that he wasn't interested. Right. 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 So I don't think that this is de- as definitive as the headlines are making it out to be. And I don't want I'm not some conspiracy sure. guy where I think that he's lying and all of, and all of this or stuff. Or is this his way of putting it out there because he knows people are going to talk but about it. But what else could that mean? I didn't get the call. 
That's that's what I'm stuck on here. What does he mean by that? Negotiations are happening behind the scenes. So maybe his people who are in charge of settling all that, all the business, haven't called no, him to say that's, deal is that's, done. No, that's still I didn't get the that's that still falls under that though. Like if his people were talking to them, I think that that's just a straight up lie at that point to say that you didn't get the call. Like, could they be doing something maybe like he will be his character will be in it, but he will be CG. Like maybe he won't actually be there. Oh, like sure. Like something like that. Like I a don't, quick scene or yeah, something. Like I don't I yeah. don't know, right? I don't I don't know. But when somebody says to you definitively, this is very simple, yes or no. Did you do the thing or are you in the thing? Yeah. And then when somebody doesn't say no, they just say something else, like I didn't get the call. To me, that isn't definitive. Yeah. Cause definitively Tom Holland, definitively Andrew Garfield, definitively right. Electro, Jamie Foxx, right? Toby Maguire, you mean? Sorry, to- Toby Maguire. Right. Uh, but Andrew Garfield has it's not. It's weird. Said. It's weird, and I don't know. I don't know why. I think he's in it. You think so? In I some absolutely. weird way, but he may. He's involved. He's, I think he so. He thinks so in some weird way. Yeah. But is this not that? This is not the definitive shooting down. No, it's not. That the headlines he knew make he this was out to get be. Asked. Right. He knows that any time right. he does know. an interview or he's asked this question, he has this answer right. prepared. Right. Yes. He's involved. I think he's involved. Yes. Right. You know, like somebody's like, hey, have you ever worn flip-flops? And then they show, and you're like, hell no, I'd never wear flip-flops. And then you show up in flip-flops, and you're like, I thought you never said you wore flip-flops. And you're like, these are slippers. <laughs> well, no, man, it's the same thing, dude. Right? Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. What's your mom's catchphrase? We've had some great ones. The things that your mom just said to you your whole life. And maybe you only understand that because I've heard a bunch this week that moms have apparently said to their kids their whole lives, even you, Mocha, that I've never even heard those words put together (laughs) like that before. One of my favorites from this week was the the, the woman who said that when she asks her mom or the the kid that said when she asked her mom, what's for dinner? The mom always says, my ass fried. Right. (laughs) Like your whole life you've heard my ass fried and you think all moms say that they don't they don't how you doing d it's razamoka hey man how are you good 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 uh so uh what's your mom's name t t or tag basically tag okay okay so what is her uh her famous catchphrase and say it in her voice where's my damn slipper you need the slipper give me the slipper the slipper (laughs) yeah like looking for the slipper to wear or looking for the slipper to whoop your ass? Whoop my ass, pretty much. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, you had a slipper mom. Yes, I did. Oh, now was she a thrower or a hitter? Oh, she was mostly a thrower. A thrower. She didn't want to bother and one after me on all. She was just aim it. Yeah. And then fix her shoulders and whoo. Yeah, I've seen <laughs> I've seen a lot of I've, there's a lot of videos of that of uh, of moms whipping a flip flop at their yeah. kids like oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah. 100%. 100%. My mom was one of them. Wow, how, how was her aim? Oh, it was pretty uh, dead on. Yeah. Oh wow, yeah, yeah, yeah back of yeah, the head, on. square on in the middle of the back. Wow. Okay, okay, D, hang hang on, D, hang on, hang on. How you doing, Maha? Hi, how are you? Good. Welcome to the Ron Zamogi Show. What is your mom's catchphrase? Her famous catchphrase. And if you can, do it in, in the way she says it. Okay. Oh, my God. It's so funny. So um, if I'm, like, super sassy or sarcastic to her, she'll be like, Maha, if you don't stop, I'm going to slap you all the way to Mississauga. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, where do you live? I live in Aurora. So oh, I'm oh, 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 that's, 
That's far. Wow. That's like an hour it's, drive without hitting the 407. And I'll tell you, it's uh, it's always more frightening when moms get super specific. You know, know. you know what I mean? Like, it's not, I'm going to hit you to the moon. You know that? Who, yeah. Nobody cares about that. I'm going to pound you into the ground. No, when your mom says I'm going to beat your ass all the way to Mississauga, yeah. you're like, okay, I've yeah. done something wrong. We're in Mississauga. Yeah. Like, you're Ontario. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Damn. Okay, hold on. Hold on, Maha. How you doing, Laura? I'm okay. How are you guys? Good. It's Razamoka. Just to confirm, it's not my sister, Laura, right? No. Nope. Okay. okay, good. Because <laughs> this would be super awkward. <laughs> okay. Uh, Laura, what's your what's your mom's name, Laura? Philomena. Okay. And so we call her Willis. Willis. And what is yeah. your mom's famous catchphrase? I'm not your bra. I'm not your bra? Yeah. Like so give bra us a- as in like bruh or bra as in like bra. Bra bra. No, like bra. Like, you know, like the TikToks, like. Bruh. Bruh. Like bro. Like bro. Oh, okay. So give us an example yeah. of when your mom would throw that out. So we'll be at the dinner table and we're literally, mom, can you pass the salad? Yeah. And she won't answer. And then me and my siblings would be like, bro, can you pass the salad? <laughs> and so fast. And she'd be like, I'm not your bro. <laughs> okay. I'm your mom. Yeah, but also, why didn't you pass the salad the first time? Yeah. Also, why do you call exactly. it? Uh, also. But, and then she'll respond to bro. Okay. But also, why are you calling your mom bro? TikTok. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. This one's on you. Oh, that, yeah, that's not that's not on that's not on your poor mom. Okay, hang on a second, yeah. Laura. Hang on a second, Laura. Um, I like the one that you get hit from Mississauga or Maha. Maha, Maha. the one where uh, I'm gonna you beat get... you all the way to Mississauga. Uh huh. Yeah. That's a forty eight minute drive. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one that I like. That's a lot of hitting. Because, you know what? Because her mom would have to know that distance. Yes. Right? And then have to figure out in your head how hard you would have to hit that person to go from point A to point B. Right. And you know at that point when your mom's beating your ass... Uh, she's not taking the 407 to cut down any of the yeah, time, not right? At all. <laughs> You're in it for the long You're haul. You're in it. <laughs> Yo, Maha. Yeah, hi. That was the absolute best. That's my favorite one. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, what do you got planned for Mother's Day? Um, honestly, probably just make her brunch or something at yeah. home. Yeah, it's tough this year, huh? You send uh, our love to your mom and also wish her a very happy Mother's Day, okay? Oh my God, I will. Thank you so much. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hi, Lisa. Welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. Hi, how are you guys? We're doing great. How are you today? I'm good, thanks. Um, What is uh, the reason that you reach out to us? Well, I own a house with my mom, and I want to pull some equity from it, but she doesn't want to sell. Yeah, Euro says, Razamoka fixed my life. Uh, Four years ago, um, you bought a house with your mom. You moved out one year ago, but you're still paying her. Your brother is willing to go uh, in on the title with her, but they can't afford to buy me out, and they don't want to move. You said that you gave... Uh, $20,000 uh, deposit off your line of credit, and you could really use some money right now to buy something with your boyfriend. What do I do, and how do I convince my mom that I deserve some equity out of the house to start my life? How do I do this without ruining our relationship? Huh. So, Lisa, have you had the conversation with your mother? I assume yes. What has her kind of answers been back to you? Basically that this is all she has to retire off of, and, yeah. you know, I'm... I helped her by going on title and she helped me by putting most of the down payment down and 
basically I was paying her rent. But okay. if you sell the house, right? If you guys decide to sell the home, can you not like whatever her portion is? I mean, she'll have to downsize if she can't afford to live in a house uh, that that the two of you purchase together. She'll have to downsize and just get her own place or a place with your brother. That's exactly right. Yeah, she doesn't want to move. Oh. What are I, I'm not an expert on sort of like st- real estate strategy, okay? Um, but have, have have you guys talked about the idea of maybe you pulling some equity out of the house via the mortgage or a HELOC and then just deducting that from whatever the final sale is when you guys do decide to sell? Yes, we have had that oh, conversation. Wow. It didn't go very well. Okay. Um, so that's where I'm at now is that basically – she has to do that legally. Um, but how do I make her do that and still have a relationship with her? So there is no, like, there's no easy way to do this. But what was the conversation that you and your mother had when you went into this together? Basically, I can't purchase something because I don't have a down payment. And she can't purchase something because she can't carry the mortgage by herself. But what was so the... why don't we do it together? Okay, to but, have... but, but, but when you guys were coming up with this plan, right? It was It was great at the moment, but it also was going to be beneficial for the future as well, right? Mm. What was so, the long-term goal? So what was the, yeah, exactly. What was the long-term plan? An investment to get me into the market so that eventually I can do something else. Okay, but what what ready. is that, but what does that eventually do something else? Like what was agreed upon at the time between you and your mother? Yeah, just I guess eventually, you know, I would go out on my own and pull some of the equity out yeah and what did she say at that point at that point it was oh yeah yeah you know when you meet somebody you know we'll we'll figure it out we'll get you set up can't you go back to her now and say like lisa can you go back to her now and say here's a conversation we had four years ago before buying this place i am now at the point in my life that we had this conversation about four years ago where i've met someone that i'm trying to build a life with and back then you did say we will figure it out when the time comes. The time is now. Yeah, no, you're you're right about that. You're right about that conversation. It's it's a hard one to have That's, uh, with her because she yeah. doesn't take, not taking it very well. Uh, I'm you know all she has and she has no one and it's. The guilt trip. Do you think that's part of the reason, though, why she's so hesitant to, to sell the home? Because she knows that this is the the one thing to keep you close to her. It's definitely part of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's definitely part of it. We've, we've, we've had a conversation with a lot of people on this show about parents who are sort of uh, master manipulators and um, guilt trip uh, they just weave it into everything and it becomes so normal in your life that you as an adult don't feel like you can make adult decisions because you somehow feel that your adult decisions are going to harm your mother. Uh, but you guys went into this together and whatever the outcome is, okay, it ha- it can't just benefit you. And I know that right now you want to say that you want to pull equity out of the house and you want to sell. Um, you're in this together. Both your names are on the title of the house. So whatever decisions that are made have to benefit both of you. Right. And whatever the conversation was about outcome and, you know, down the road and long-term planning that you guys had, maybe it wasn't hammered out well enough. That's also your fault. Correct. To sort yeah. of, you know, to go into it kind of willy-nilly seems like a great idea at the time, not really thinking about what's going to happen three, four, five years down the road. 
Um, but whatever happens, it, you have to make sure that it's going to be beneficial for the two of you. You can't just say, hey, sorry, you're now out on your ass. I need my money. For sure, which is not what I want to do. I don't want to do that because I eventually am going to have to take care of her anyways. So her plan in your mind is to then do what? So so in a perfect world, you guys sell this, you guys sell the house, and then she does what? Um, Has a condo or a small townhouse with my brother. And she'd actually have a smaller mortgage. Do you know? Do you know how much? Do you know how much a, a condo or a small townhouse is going for right now? Yeah, I like, know exactly how much they are for. I, I work in real estate, so yeah, oh, okay. It's, so it's is a, it something that you think your mom would be able to afford based on what you'll make off the sale of this home? Yes. Is she? What does she do for a living? Um, unfortunately, she is on disability. Okay. So how is your mother going to get a mortgage on this new townhouse? With my brother, the same way, the same way she and I did. My brother's now in the same position I was. Right. And do you think that that is the best decision to be making? I don't think she has another choice. I I think that you need to go in there with option A, option B, option C. And at least two of those options have to be equally beneficial for the two of you. Option C is scorched earth. Right. Um, Which you don't want. Which you don't want. But I think no. that I think that you, as with your background in real estate, and everything else, you need to go in with three options, two of which are completely 50-50 as far as the benefits of this move for the two of you. Fair enough. Right. And Fair and, and, and that and that may include you saying, Hey, listen, I know moving is a pain in the ass. You know, you're you're older. I will, you know, we'll will out of the, the sale of the house, you know, we'll pay for the movers. All of this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. It's yep. got you got to go in with with three plans. Um, two of them are completely beneficial, and one of them is ruining your relationship. <laughs> <laughs> the conversation itself is one is the one I'm worried about the most. Well, no, there's ways around this. You'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. You're smart. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you got this. <laughs> thank you so much for reaching out, it. Lisa. We appreciate it. Thank you guys. I love you guys. I appreciate it. Bras and mochas fix my life on Kiss. It's interesting. They they ask people when was the age where you stopped worrying about what other people think, but they only ask people who are over the age of 55. Oh, God. <laughs> well, no, because if you ask an 18-year-old, they're going to say 12, yeah. right? But they still care. So you got to go to the oldest. So what age do you think people who have lived a life, hmm. 55 and up, What age do you think came up when they said, at what age do you stop worrying about what people think? Like 45? So you say 45. Maury? 52. 52? That's it? 52. Wow. Uh, 46 is what they said. Oh, Oh, that's you. I've been, I've been carrying on with you for a lot of years, Maury. I may be 46. Am I 46? No. How old am I? You're 47 now. Am I 46 or am I 47? 47. I'm 47? <gasps> Do you know what that means? What's next? What, 40? 48? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you know what that means? <laughs> Wheeze. Uh, I, and listen, and, and I'm older than more. Who sounds older, though, realistically? Oh, sounds and right, looks. Right? Oh, jeez. Oh. That was next on my list. <laughs> <laughs> at what age? They, they asked. Also on the list was, at what age do you finally feel okay about your appearance? And there was one age for men and one age for women. But at what age? And remember, mm. they asked people 55, 55 and older. 55 and older? Okay. So at what age do you think that they said that they finally feel okay about their appearance? So for guys, do you, do you remember for you, like, have you hit that point? Do you think where you finally feel okay about your appearance? 
I mean, there's some work that could be done. Right. But I've accepted more it. More or less, I'm good. <laughs> right. What What have you accepted specifically, though, more? Th- there's not much I can. This is what I've been given. Yes. Just, you know, maybe don't look in any mirrors. Right. Walk by. Okay. Wow, that is a rough life to live, man. <laughs> okay, so they they said they said we accept. Uh, we sorry, we shouldn't say accept. More, I put accept in my mouth. <laughs> We're okay with our appearance. So for guys, I'm yes. gonna say forty three. Yes. For women, I'm going to say forty seven. Maury. sixty two. They, okay. Uh, 34 for men, 36 for women. Mm. Really? Remember, yes. Maury, the people that they've asked, uh, 55 years and older. Right. Yes. Uh, in general, they say, at what age do you finally feel good about your career? 42. 42, says Mocha. Maury? 39. 39. Uh, 40, right, mm. on the, right on the nose. All right. So you don't yet. So you're already feeling good about your body, mm-hmm. right? You're okay uh, at forty about your career, mm-hmm. but you still care what people think because you don't hit that until you get to my age. Well, my age last year, right, more. That's right. Right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello, Roz and Mocha. Hi, it's Jasmina again. What's up, the one Jasmina? With the Hello Kitty of the alarm clock. Oh, what's going on? I remember you. <laughs> Nothing. It's my birthday today. Oh, happy birthday. How old are you? Thank you. 31. 31. Still rocking a Hello Kitty alarm clock, huh? No, I got rid of it a long time ago, but I do miss Uh, it and I look uh. for it. What do you mean a long time ago? Like last year? Uh, No, like 10 years ago. Oh, okay. 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 Hey, did you get your shot yet? No, not yet. No? That's in the process, though. Yeah. All the millennials are able to get it now. I know. Isn't it a blessing? (laughs) Yo, is that like a new pickup line, you think? (laughs) Did you get your shot yet? Bro, this this summer is once people get that first shot in them, yeah. wait that two weeks, they are not even going to care about that second shot. It is going to be mayhem out there. It's true. Yeah. Can I tell you guys a quick story about my saltiness and the podcast? Oh, yeah. Of yeah, course. sure. Okay. So last year, so I'm not fully caught up in the podcast, but I'm enjoying it because that gives me much a lot more time to to catch up. So last year, um, I think I was like around this time I was at at episode 60 and I jumped forward because I spoke to you guys last year and I was like, oh my God, hopefully I'm going to make it in the podcast on that Friday. So I went to that episode only to find out that you guys made the whole episode basically about the kid who's saying about, I wonder what's inside your butthole. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) And I was livid. I was like, no. Uh, like my birthday is on Mocha's favorite day. We had great conversation. Roz ripped on me for a Hello Kitty alarm clock. Why didn't I make it to the podcast? So for the remainder of time, I was salty about it. And then a couple of months ago, I passed that episode, still angry about it. And then later to find out that I actually made it on the other episode. So the following week, I actually made it on the podcast. So I'm no longer salty about it, but that's my story. Wow. You were mad for a long time about nothing, I huh? was. Yeah. I was. It's, it's... <laughs> yeah, it's a big time Obvi- you problem. <laughs> Obviously, I'm a tourist, hence why I held on to that grudge. I don't know what But that anyway, my, my whole point of it is that I'm ecstatic that I made it on the podcast. So for the time that you were mad at us, you were still listening to every single podcast episode? Absolutely. Oh. <laughs> and what, were you getting even more mad by hearing us talk to other people and no. wondering like why it wasn't you? <laughs> no, it was it was more specifically just because 
I'm sorry, but I find that song ridiculous. I, I, I find the whole notion of that song ridiculous, and it just gave me more fuel to hate on that. Oh, Unfortunately, wow. hate on that like little child who sang this song who made it on a podcast versus myself. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome. oh wow. Well, Jasmina, happy birthday. We're happy Thank that you. you are no longer upset with us. Yeah. Thank you. And, uh, and we're really glad that you're still enjoying the podcast. <laughs> I absolutely love it. I oh, okay. actually, even... Um, I think it was on Friday. I listened to an episode, and um, you actually read out my question on Ask Broad Mocha. Oh, there you go. So that's twice now. So pretty happy about that. Okay. Damn it, Maury. Can I go back to the whole dating thing and vaccine stuff you're talking about? Sure. Okay, so on Grinder, the new thing now is Vax for Vax, right? You know, there's like man for man, women for yeah. women. Like yeah. You know, so the new term on Grinder is Vax for Vax, where people are changing their like picture. You know, he could have more than one picture of their status. Yeah. Like their, no, I don't know you that you can have more than one picture. No, I have no idea. They're uh-huh. posting their, like, certificate that you get when you get your vaccine and hashtag vax for vax. Like, so, if you got vaccinated, yeah. I got vaccinated, so I'm looking for someone else who got vaccinated so we can hang out because so of So here, I think, is the important question that we should all have answered right now. Yeah. Which is, as a married man, damn it, Maury, how do you know so much information about what's happening on Grinder? I think it's yeah, very Maury. important for me to know these things for for my job. For your job. Research, yeah, apparently. you were the only one. Whoever brings up Grinder, because you're not going to, uh, uh, you're not uh, going to do that. No, no. Right, so I not. bring it to the table. No. You bring your straight things to the table. My straight things, like what? I don't know, like straight worldy things, fidelity. like, you know, like, like yeah, exactly, like fidelity. <laughs> right? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Good one, Jasmina. Good one. <laughs> you enjoy your birthday, girl. Thank you. Uh, have a good one later. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hey, I want to play this clip from the Office podcast that you talk about all the time. Oh, okay. Because I never listened to this. I mean, I love The Office, but I'm mm. not going to sit and listen to a podcast about The Office. The Office Ladies? Right. The, is that what it's called? The yeah. Office Ladies? Is it's it? with uh, Pam and Angela. Yeah. I lo- would you believe this is one of two <laughs> Office podcasts I listen to? Really? Mm-hmm. What's the other one? The guy that plays Kevin? Yeah. Kevin? Yeah, Kevin yeah. from accounting? Yeah. He's got a very popular podcast. What does he talk about? The Office? No, he does not. Yeah. So he has a podcast where he just talks about The Office too? Yeah, but he has um he has guests every week and it's like a different like person who either acted on The Office or like a writer or producer or he's talked oh, to like the creator. I gotcha. So, I gotcha. Okay. So like you get more than enough information. So one of the big questions from The Office was um, who was the father of Jan's baby? Oh, yeah. Right? Because she became pregnant. Nobody knew who this sort no. of donor was, I guess, right? Well, Michael thought it was his at first. Right. <laughs> so they revealed. So Angela um, Kinsey and Jenna Fisher revealed on their podcast about the office, Office Ladies, um, that it was actually written into the show where they did reveal it. No. Is this on the latest episode? Because I haven't listened to that one well, yet. Well, spoiler alert. Oh, man. Okay. Um, I want to know this so, now. So they reveal yeah. who Jan's baby was. And this is one of the things, like, I'm, again, not a massive fan. Like, I'm not I'm not ride or die for The Office. I love the show. Is this going to ruin but it? But I don't, like, get, I don't go deep with these podcasts. But this is one of the questions that I was actually happy that somebody finally answered. Because from what I remember from that episode, I thought she went to, like, it was from a donor. Yes. 
So this is the answer? Yes. So no. this is this is yeah. So this is from the Office Ladies podcast. Listen to this. Jenna in the script and it didn't make it to the deleted scenes. Jan reveals whose sperm she bought. Jan says, "You have to pay top dollar, but it's worth it." Now here's the best part. I got Andy Roddick's sperm. <laughs> what? No. Yeah, and Jan looks to Michael like she's expecting him to be very impressed. And Michael says, the tennis player? And Jan says, well, it's a little more than that. He's the sixth ranked player in the world, and he's won four grand slams. And Michael says, that's a lot of grand slams, I guess. And Jan says, and he's a humanitarian, something with orphans. You guys, Andy Roddick was friends with Rain Wilson, and he was a big fan of The Office, and he came by the set. I have to imagine mm-hmm. that the reason they wrote it was a little bit of a nod to Andy, who has an amazing sense of humor. Oh, my Isn't God. That, that is so funny. Yeah, so it was originally in the show supposed to be um, Andy Roddick was the donor that she paid top dollar for. <laughs> oh my Does that change God. things for you? Um, are you are, like are you upset that it wasn't like you, you didn't know like it wasn't a cast member or somebody no, who was a I'm character on the it show? Doesn't, it doesn't change the show for me. No, it doesn't change my perspective on any of the characters. Right, it adds to it. So I'm I feel glad bad I, for I Andy Roddick because this is like if you were a huge fan of The Office and yeah. not an actor or anything else, but you were a giant fan of The Office and they acknowledged you and your fandom. To the point of where they wrote your sperm into the show, and then right. it, and then it got cut. I know. I would be crushed. Yeah, kind of a bummer. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Well, I don't want to get into this already, but we got to talk ghosts. Oh, look who wants to talk about ghosts. Well, okay, for a couple different reasons. One, there was some stupid thing that they pulled a bunch of people, and I'll get to that in a second, of how many people are currently believing in ghosts. I think COVID has a lot to do with this. Mm -hmm. But I watched that um, Things Heard and Seen movie on Netflix over the weekend. How was it? Oh, my God. Was that? Or did you get scared? No, it starts off as, like, a really decent movie, and then I don't know what the hell happened to it. Like, it just... The last 20 minutes, you're like, what? And then it ends and you're like, what? Like, what it, start, it starts off decent, like a decent ghost movie. Uh-huh. And then they try and flip the script a little and go at things a different way. And then you just realize that you're watching a different movie than you thought you were watching. And uh, it ends. Like Bummer? Yeah, no, it, it ends. And it was, it was 11.15 last night because it's two hours. And yeah. I was like, I'm doing it. And it ended at 11.15, and I was like, well, that was a waste. Oh, like you didn't even get scared? No, like there's a couple moments, Mm -hmm. right? Like, yeah, sure. There's a couple moments because I know you're into ghosts, right? There's there's like, I mean, I don't like believe in them or anything. Okay. Well, if you do, you're not alone because let me read you these stats here. Hit me. So they just did a poll, and 80% of Americans say that they believe in ghosts. That includes 45% of people who believe but have never seen a ghost and 35% of people who believe because they've seen a ghost. 90% of people say that they're scared of paranormal activity. 12% of people say that the government knows more about aliens and they're revealing why I agree with that. Oh, yeah, obviously. And 4% of people say that they live in a haunted house. 4%. That is an astronomical number of people (laughs) who claim to live in a haunted house. But that's what this movie is about. 
about people who live in a haunted yeah, house. Yeah, they move into it's a classic classic story. He's the college uh. professor. They live in New York City. He gets the job upstate. They move. It's this rickety old white house, and then she starts doing her detective work and finds out that all these people had lived in the house and been killed in the house. And what's blah, it called blah. again? Uh, things heard and seen. Yeah. So we watch a little bit of the trailer yeah. on Saturday, but then Jenna wasn't like into it. No. So no. it's like Beetlejuice. I mean, Beetlejuice is a classic. Um, yeah, it's like Amityville Horror. It's yeah. like it's like all of those movies, right? But it's it's it tries to be like oh God. It's it has all the things that I love about a horror movie, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're the husband and wife doing war. She sees ghosts. He doesn't believe her. Like it had all the things. Yeah, and then and all it, of a sudden he starts believing because things are happening, and he's no. Oh, you wish. Oh, it goes really? the other way. It goes. Uh, it goes. It goes the other way. Okay. It goes the other way. But like the cast is great. Like everybody's great in it. But I don't know what the hell happened in this movie. I really don't. But four percent of people think that they live in a haunted house. Mm. My mother's included in that. She thinks she By lives in a haunted she, house. She, right she's, now? I told you she's convinced we did live in a haunted house for oh, most of our childhood. Now? No, they, she lives in an apartment, like in the city. Hey, do apartments <laughs> right? get haunted? Good of question. They do. You think? Absolutely. Like. Condos and apartments? Not, I mean, I don't think my condo is. It's too new. There I'm hasn't just been in general. Um, and before that, it was a parking lot. So it, it, parking lots can't really be haunted. Yeah, Why not? I think somebody some gets killed in the parking lot. Yeah, nobody ever, nobody ever talks about the haunted parking lot, mm. no. right? But my old apartment, I believe, was haunted. I saw a dead body in my old apartment. Well, no, your your old apartment was the scene of a homicide. It's not necessarily haunted. No, no, but I think previous incarnations. Of death. So you think the person who died in your old apartment was killed by a ghost? No, no. Other dead people have come back to haunt the building. Huh? Why? Because they saw not it like this, vacancy? Not this dead guy, but there are, I, there are other dead people who have died in and the how building. Do you, no, they were okay, alive. Okay. Okay. Uh, you would not believe the amount of dead people who have died in this building. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hey, Kylie, how you doing, girl? It's Roz and Mocha. Hi, I'm good. How are you guys? Good. What's on your mind today? So, my parents recently got divorced, and it's been a bit stressful. So, your parents recently got divorced, and it's stressing you out. How old are you? I'm 28. You're 28. Yeah, you wrote us this. Roz and Mocha, uh, Fix My Life. You don't live at home, but your parents just got divorced. Uh, You say, I'm not trying to get in the middle despite them both constantly saying awful things about one another to me how do i help this transition along when did they split so technically they're not divorced but they split up about a year and a half ago they've been married a really long time and they just kind of grew apart i think the perception is that divorce is always harder on younger kids and it's devastating to younger kids but it's just as devastating when you're grown because you tend to take things differently and you start like running through your head with like, was I the only reason that they stuck together for all these years? Oh, yeah, and, yeah, I've been told that. <laughs> you know, am I the reason that they, they lived in a miserable relationship for all those years? Like, like you tend to take a lot on yourself. So you actually said that to them, Kylie, like to both of them oh. or just one? 
Uh, one of them may have told me that. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, it's hard. Okay, yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. really it's really difficult when you are uh, when you're an adult and your parents go through this. I I would say that one of the things that you have at your disposal as an adult is being able to have adult conversations with your mom and dad, and they both they both are still your parents, but you're all adults. And one of the things that you need to say up front is that you know you are their kids, so you will be there for support and to help you know smooth this out. Um, and make the transition as easy for everybody, but they got to find somebody else to sit and bitch with on the phone. Mm-hmm. You can't be the person that they call and complain to about uh, about your other parent. That cannot be you. Because that's not fair yeah. to you at all, right? Yeah, I don't think they're trying to do that. They're both doing a really good job of saying that they're trying to keep things separated, um, but, you know, that divorces are messy, and so it's just been a bit difficult, and I'm mostly just worried about we sister's getting married in a year and worried about how they're going to be spending time together. Yeah. So you have, sorry, one sister or you have uh, other siblings as well? Just one sister. How old is that sister? Uh, she's 30. And do your parents both, like, do they do the exact same thing with her that they're doing with you? Um, I think maybe less. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I would. I would just make it clear, clear to them that you're you're always going to be there for both of them. But the one thing that cannot happen is as soon as you start to feel like you're being put in the middle, the the, the conversation ends, and you have to you have to speak up, and they have to understand that going down that road is not. Um, is not cool. And you need to let them know, hey, listen, you guys are, you had a long life together. You know, it didn't work out. You've decided late in life that you're going to go your separate ways, but you still need them to be your parents, mm-hmm. right? You, you, they, your parents cannot turn into two friends of yours that are going through a messy breakup. Yeah. They, they, they need to know that from you, that you feel for them, you love them, but you still need parents. Yeah. I think they're trying their best to do it. I think it's probably more on me to just not try and mediate things so much. Yeah. yeah. And don't, and don't do that. What yeah. do you say when they, when they bring up the other person with you? I think I, like it's on me because I try to defend the other's perspective a little yeah. bit too much. Yeah, I, but I, I think that you could also, because you are you are a little bit older, I think that there are times where your job may be to make sure things aren't awkward, like at a wedding or over the holidays yeah. or, or this stuff. That, that's that's going to fall on you because yeah. chances are your, your, your divorced parents aren't going to initiate things. And, 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 and they don't want to, they don't want to make somebody's otherwise beautiful day awkward. And I think that it's going to be your job to reassure them and to make sure that none of that happens. That's most likely going to fall on you and you, you're going to need to be cool with that for a little while. Yes. I think I've got a bit of time ahead of me where I have to play the medium guy. (laughs) And you know what too, uh, make sure that they don't turn around and what they're doing to you start doing it to your sister because if you say that they're not doing this right now to your sister they may automatically think okay well if i can't talk to kylie about this i'm going to talk to the older sister yeah that's true yeah. right and, and yeah and and you guys need and you need to tell them and i'm sure that they're warring with each other everything else but this comes down to one of the things of where you know they need to still be your parents and you need to let them know there will be no um, okay, mom's going to be here between noon and two, and then dad's going to show up between, you know, three and five. None, none of that, because we're not managing that. 
Okay. You guys had a life together. Things aren't going well right now. But if you can't be in the same room with each other at your daughter's wedding, that's on you, not on us. I think I, I'll have to try not to be like a pushover and we'll just have to have like everyone's got to be together. And you're yeah. just not there sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Stand your ground, Kylie. I'll try my best. Oh, it's so <laughs> tough. Girl. I'm sorry. And don't... Oh, f- that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, now, a question for you. When, when, when they told you that you were pretty much the reason that they didn't do this years ago, how do you get over yeah. that? How do you... Or are you over that? How do you, how do you uh, deal with that? <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, I've been talking to someone for a year now. And, you know, it's just... When you grow up, you've got a lot of stuff to work through from when you were a kid. And mm. I'm probably not over it, but that's okay. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, we're sorry that you're going through this, Kylie. Yeah, it's okay. I uh, just you know you guys are amazing and you make me laugh every day. So oh, thank you. You're the thank best. Thank you, girl. You keep your head up, thank okay? You. I will. Thanks, guys. Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. The working from home life continues. Yes, sir. Um kids jumping in on your meetings, your Zoom meetings. Or animals interrupting, especially cats. And you live with three cats at home. And, Roz, you know this. It's the worst. It can be the worst. When you leave here and you go home to do the TV show, whether it's preparing for a segment, preparing for an interview, uh, your cats are always around. Yes. And at times they may pop in when you're doing an interview or having a meeting. Or will... Disrupt your your um your keyboard or anything like that. They'll Walk cl- across they'll, your keyboard. They'll climb the shelves behind me. They will um, eat my toes while I'm doing things. And the one cat will climb behind all my equipment and just start chewing and messing around with all the wires. Well, let me introduce you. Can I just say one thing? Sure. Our dog at home has learned the phrase goodbye because every time Matthew says goodbye on his Zooms, mm-hmm. the dog could be sleeping and runs in because he knows it's time to play. So he doesn't know anything else, but he's learned goodbye means playtime. Well, let me introduce you to PawSense. For $20, you buy this program. What is it? It's called PawSense. Okay. And it is a way to cat-proof your computer. Let me read you this from their website, okay? Yes. PawSense is a software utility that helps protect your computer from cats. It quickly detects and blocks cat uh, blocks a cat from typing and walking across your keyboard. No. Also helps to train your cat to stay off the, the computer keyboard. Every time your computer boots up, PawSense will automatically start up in the background to watch over your computer system. Even while you use other software, PawSense constantly monitors keyboard activity. PawSense analyzes key press timings and combinations to distinguish cat typing from human typing. PawSense yeah, normally recognizes a cat on a keyboard within one or two paw steps. No. I if need a this. cat gets on the computer, PawSense makes a sound that annoys cats. This teaches your cat that getting on a keyboard is bad, even if humans aren't watching. No. Do you want to hear the noises yes, please. that your computer will make if it senses that a cat yes. is walking across a keyboard? So there's two. This one's called this one's called hissy fit. Yeah. Okay. So if the cat like walks it. across a keyboard, I like it. Or if you want to give your cat a heart attack. Ugh. 
I need one that sounds like the water bottle squirting because that's what the cats get when they're oh, in my house. Oh, really? Hell yeah. Yeah, that's the next thing they need to come up with for you to be able to upload like your own MP3s. Uh, yeah, I just, right? just, just need the sound noises? of me squeezing the trigger once on the water bottle. That's uh, all I need. PawSense also includes a screensaver mode which features extra sensitive cat detection protection and sonic training and a one-click escape button. So you'll get a pop-up, right? Yeah. If your cat's walking across the keyboard, it makes this noise. You get a pop-up that says cat-like typing detected. And then there's a little button underneath that says, let me use the computer. So you, as the user, will hover your mouse, the arrow over that button. Press See it. you later. And this is only 20 bucks. See you later. My cat does codes on the computer. They will do a combination of characters yeah. that, and do things to the computer where there are now things permanently on my screen that I don't know how to get rid of. Right. So that's why, and that's part of the reason why this program was invented really because cats will they mess with it yeah and they create these commands i have a giant icon in the top left hand of my corner of the computer that i cannot get away and i don't know what the icon is oh no yeah, yeah. created by the cat created by the cat yeah cat ass actually not even cat paw <laughs> it was cat ass that created it <laughs> this is the Roz and mocha show podcast Hey, Dylan, what's going on, dude? It's Roz and Mocha. Hey, how's it going? Good, buddy. Uh, Dylan texted Roz. He's got a question for you. Go sure. ahead, oh, man. for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do have a question for you. Um, it's a very odd one. When you guys do your uh, your news of the, uh, the 48-minute marks, mm-hmm. do you scream, let's do the news, every time, or is it pre-recorded? Oh, my God. How Wait, many... before, before you answer, Roz, before you give your answer, yeah. Dylan, what do you think? I would like to say it's done live every time. I feel like it's a cool little thing to have the energy for, but maybe not. So you think that it's pre-recorded, or like he says it live once and then we just repeat it? No, I'd, I'd say I'd like it to be live. So I'm gonna oh. I'm gonna go with it. Okay. But, okay. Oh, oh no! Now, are you asking this because you don't think that Roz has the energy to sustain <laughs> saying "Let's do the news" three times? No, I'm actually okay? I'm actually asking it because it sounds the exact same every time. So I'm wondering if he's just that persist or that's like good and uh repeatable with it or not okay we have this is like such a conspiracy on this show it is it is wild and no matter it it, it, no matter how many times we dispel or shoot down spike these rumors uh they always come back they always come back we made a video of like we, we rolled on every single time I say let's do the news for weeks uh and made a video montage of it and posted that just to prove uh, that I do say it live every single time. And people still don't oh, believe it. And people that's, that's still that's don't believe it. <laughs> One of them deep fake videos. I know, because I'll tell you what my problem is, too. And we made that video, and then after it was released, I was like, oh, my God, I got like, to fix some things in my life because literally I wore the same jacket for about a two months straight. <laughs> and so, oh, it wow. lo- so it looks like it was recorded all on the same oh, day. Oh, no. Um, but, it, uh, but it wasn't. But, no, it is I 100% say 100% say let's do the news uh three times every show now that said i do go home though and if Catherine's like you know my god like why are you so exhausted i will say i had to yell let's do the news three times today (laughs) i'm sure that's that's really what took out all the energy yes yeah like it kills me man like it's such a sacrifice you don't even understand yes well uh dylan (laughs) since we have you on the phone should we yeah. give Roz a break uh, today? Do you want to introduce the news? Oh, God. Sure, yeah. Oh, man. What? Like, <laughs> what, you don't have the energy for it? 
Believe me. I just don't know if I can meet up to the caliber if, that is. If I've already done it, if I've already done it today, you can do it today, man. Okay, sure. Okay, okay. you know how the whole thing goes? Uh, yeah. Okay, anytime you're ready. Hey, Mocha. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Mocha. Yeah. Oh, I... Let's do the news. Okay, hold on, bro. This is like I screwed that one up. I screwed yeah, that one up big yeah. time. This is like when somebody tries to tell you a knock knock joke, but they make you start, and then yeah. you, have, okay, you, have, you have no idea what to do. Um, okay, go one more time. Hey, Mocha. Yeah. Let's do the news. No, okay, no. you're missing a step in there. Yeah. Yes. Okay, no, not 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 no, that word. Not that word. You, you oh, say, "Hey, Mocha." I say, "I answer," and then you say, "You ready?" And then I answer, and then you say, right. "Let's do the news." <laughs> Right. right. See, this is why this is why Mo- this is why uh, Roz does it all the time. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Mocha. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Let's do the news. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's so disappointed oh in God. himself. <laughs> what, you need a nap now? <laughs> no, but I definitely uh, I'll leave that uh, that job back up to Roz. All right, better. brother. And also, anytime anybody would like to call in and uh, help us intro the news, uh, just uh, shoot us a text nine two five triple five. We will be happy to have you on. Thanks, Dylan. Awesome. Thanks so much. Have a good one, guys. A Roz and Mocha show and Kiss ninety two five news break. Adam Sandler is reacting to. Did you see the video on TikTok where the hostess at an IHOP? Uh, didn't recognize Adam Sandler when he came in with his kid and told him that there's going to be a 30-minute wait, and then Adam Sandler left, but they had the security camera footage of the woman saying that it's going to be a long wait, and then Adam Sandler just sort of turns around and leaves, and she's like, oh, my God, I made a huge mistake. Yeah, but it's IHOP. It's IHOP. I know. I know. It's not some bougie-ass restaurant. I know. No offense to IHOP. I know. Pancakes are delicious. <laughs> I, I know. I know. I, I could wait 30 minutes. <laughs> yes. Yes. So Adam Sandler uh, tweeted, for the record, I only left the IHOP because the nice woman told me that the all-you-can-eat deal did not apply to milkshakes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So there's that. But, yeah, I know you're right. You can't do that at IHOP. Like, you could go to a Nobu and be Adam Sandler and show up, and they're going to, you know, bump five other people to give yeah. you, you know, to give you a table. But I'm glad she didn't do that because IHOP is where people bring their kids. Like, IHOP really? is like... And for some families, it's a treat. Yes. Right? You yes. go to IHOP... Family Sunday breakfast, like you look forward to that all yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. You can't bump somebody and put a and he put a famous person in that. He, he was with a kid. He wasn't mad. Like he didn't. I never storm. said he was mad. No, no, I'm just saying he wasn't. He just walked away. No, like, no. But he, the they, hostess was pissed that she didn't recognize yeah. him. Oh, she was sure. mad at herself well, because he she didn't like recognize him. I know, but you notice him on the security camera. Clearly, on the security camera, you're like <laughs> that's Adam Sandler, a hundred percent. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Billie Eilish, more from her British Vogue um, interview and cover and all sorts of other stuff. Uh, They do a video series um, called Ask a Legend, and Billie Eilish is a Gen Z icon. She is already a legend. And then they get other famous people to write in or send in video questions for the person they're interviewing. So she got a whole bunch of them. Uh, So this is uh, Justin Bieber. All right, so Billy, what? I'm going to have to ask you a really, 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 really serious question. Would you rather fresh socks or fresh sheets? Fresh socks. It really depends the situation. I really don't want to sleep in dirty sheets, and I really don't want to put on dirty socks, you know? Mm. I feel like fresh sheets, but also I, I, I can't wear dirty socks, so maybe fresh socks. 
but I love sheets too. So oh, either one. No, I would rather fresh sheets over fresh sheets over fresh socks. Yeah, yeah, I would rather that. Really, huh? Mm-hmm. You don't really wear socks, so I, I don't. But there's 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 every now and then. Do you remember when you were a kid when you were filthy? Oh yeah, right when we used to be feral. Remember one day you'd walk out and you'd get a soaker and then that sock would get all wet and hard when you left it on the floor. And the mm. next day you'd just put that thing on and break through the crust like it was nothing. And it also stank. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to go with we fresh We all socks. did that, right? We all did that. I'm going to go with fresh socks then. Yeah. Nah, like, but I love fresh sheets. Like I can, I can, I can jump into, I can jump into a bed that's got a week, you know, week old sheets on it, no problem, Actually, and have you a know great what? night. Yeah, Putting on right. a fresh sock when you put it in your foot and you realize, oh man, it hurts. Yeah, like you some, know, sometimes a dirty sock can hurt your foot. Back in my single days, yeah, I would go like six months without washing my bed sheets. Good for you. So I'm gonna say, Good for you. yeah, I'm gonna say fresh socks. Yeah. I'm changing my answer. Yeah, fresh socks. It is. Do you me. ever? Do you ever try and bring that out when you're arguing with Jenna about doing stuff? Do you ever go? When I was single, I could sleep for six months on on the same sheets. No, the, <laughs> this is actually the first time I've publicly admitted it. Yeah, so. you can't say that to the person you live with. They'll look no. at you different forever. Oh yeah. So nobody tell Jenna if she's not listening. No, you can't do that. Uh, please don't. Just, <laughs> just don't mention it to her. Don't text. Don't DM. Nothing like that. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Elon Musk has arrived in New York City ahead of Saturday's big night, hosting SNL. Did he show up in the Cybertruck? Um, no, I don't believe he did show up in the, oh, the Cybertruck. Um, a lot of people upset that he was hosting SNL. There was a couple of cast members that tweeted and deleted things that they weren't happy. And there was a lot of Twitter was very unhappy that Elon Musk was hosting SNL. Well, man, is it getting, getting the press? Well, that's the whole thing, right? So here's, uh, Elon getting swarmed by paparazzi. So excited for an SNL appearance. How do you feel about it? Uh, good. What do you guys think I should do? What do you, what are your thoughts? Do you, no, 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 Can you I mean, you Elon, are you here, sir? I mean, I'm going to get, you know, entertaining and funny for uh, SNL, so that's why I'm asking, uh, what do you guys so think? I was thinking <laughs> you do something like Shark Tank. What do you think if you do something like Shark Tank and you become a shark? What about Baby Shark Tank? I would think that'd be good. Do you have any good impressions? Do you have any good impressions? Are you good at any impressions? Oh, my God. What a mess. Michael Che, however, feels very differently about Elon Musk hosting SNL. Here's what Michael Che had to say. I don't know. I think, I don't know. I think white people just uh, don't like their billionaires for some reason. It's weird because <laughs> we love our billionaires. I mean, if Oprah Tyler Perry was coming, we'd be all excited mm-hmm. about it. But for whatever reason, I don't know. I think it's a little embarrassing when they realize uh, how much wealth they actually have. But I, I, you know, it's the richest man in the world. I mean, of course I want to meet him. I, he's a polarizing guy, man. It's, uh, you know, when you have that much. But I, I think that's what makes the show exciting, honestly. It's like, where else? He's been on other shows before. I don't right. know why SNL specifically. I think it's a good thing. Though. I think it means people still care about the show in some way, at least, because they wouldn't care if they wouldn't know if they didn't care, you know? So uh, I think people still kind of take ownership of even who's booked on the show. And uh, Pete Davidson on with Seth Meyers last night talking about uh, whether he's met Elon yet or not. Elon Musk uh, yes. this week. Uh, i guessing by the day you haven't met him yet or you have? I haven't met him yet. I'm uh, having dinner with him tonight. Oh, that's exciting. And Lauren. So I will meet him. Uh, I'm really excited, man. I hope uh, I'm going to ask him for like a Tesla or some 
good. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Be like, hey, you know, as Mother's Day's coming up, you know, my mom would, you know, it would be cool if, you know, you can get Now, it. if he gave it to you, would you then feel it obligated to give it to your mom? Well, Since you well, very I, much implied by well, that, I would that disguise it as a gift for my mom, so he gives it, and then as soon as she drives it once or twice, I would be like, I would take it. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, two questions: uh, Would you go to space if he asked you? Hundred percent. Would you get stoned with him if he asked you? A hundred thousand percent. That guy's a G. I don't know why people are freaking out. They're like, oh, I can't believe that Elon Musk is hosting, and I'm like, the. The guy that makes the Earth better, kind of, and he makes, like, cool things and sends people to Mars. <laughs> <laughs> so you can see the tide slowly starting, yeah, to, yeah. starting to turn from the, uh, from the initial reaction. Now, whether Lorne Michaels sent Michael Che and Pete Davidson out to be a sort of counter voice, because those two guys just don't care. Yeah. Um, who knows? But, uh, but I think a lot of people are going to watch. And... Normally with SNL, SNL is really designed now to be consumed the following day because SNL hasn't had a hundred show in a very long time where top to bottom, the show was just dynamite and whatever was the good from the night before sort of floats to the top on social media Sunday morning. And that's really how people consume SNL. Is, I can't tell you the last time Sunday I watched Sunday morning on your phone, SNL right? Live. I only watch it on Sundays Yeah, because I record them all. Yeah, but I think that uh, I think if uh, if there's a week to watch, uh, this week will be that week. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So the Oscars producer, Steven Soderbergh, uh, revealed why they decided to put the best actor um, category as the last one of the night. The assumption was they had assumed that Chadwick Boseman would win. Yeah. Uh, his wife would go up and do something incredible, and that would just sort of be this wonderful end to the night. What actually happened was we know Anthony Hopkins won. He wasn't there, and Joaquin Phoenix, the most awkward person in that entire industry, was left to stand there and close out the show. Yeah. Very. Like, it, we accept. Yeah, thanks. Good night. Thanks. So he said this. That was something we were going to do well before the nominations came out, meaning Best Actor Last. He said, we talked about that in January. It's our belief that I think it's not unfounded that actors' speeches tend to be more dramatic than producers' speeches. Mm -hmm. Because when Best Picture wins, it's the producers that go up and thank everybody. Right? They do the speech. They do the speech. So, but were they banking? This is a question. Were they banking on the fact that Chadwick Boseman would win that final award? And he goes on to say this. I said that if there was even a sliver of a chance that he would win and that his widow would speak, then we were operating under the fact that that was the end of the show. He goes on to say, so it wasn't like we assumed it would, but if there was even a remote possibility that it would happen, then you would have to count on that. That would have been such a shattering moment that to come back from that with anything would have just been impossible. Okay. So were they banking on it? Absolutely. Absolutely. They were banking on that. That was a big plan. Yeah. So uh, that is uh, Steven Soderbergh. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, There's a new 6G chip on their way that is being developed. 6G. 6G. Bro, I haven't even got 5G on my phone yet. So a a new microchip. 6G, it's basically 6G and beyond. The next generation of chip can transmit data more than 30 times faster than the most advanced 5G internet is what they're saying. 
So 5G, yes. that not everybody has just Correct. yet, is already obsolete? Uh, it will be very soon. Uh, they believe its connection is so fast that uh, it can download a Netflix film in high res in the blink of an eye. So that's a thousand gig per second. Oh, literally a blink of an eye. Yes, literally a blink of an so eye. So I go like this. Download. And it's there on and my it's phone. it's there on your phone. Get out of here. I don't believe it. Uh <laughs> Lead author from uh, Osaka University explained that uh, their device with the 6G chip is more than 30 times faster than the fastest 4G, LTE, and 5G combined. Wow, in your face, everybody. <laughs> right? <laughs> in that time that we were just talking about the story? Yes. Essentially, based on the information that we have on 6G, yes. I could have downloaded like 30 movies on my phone from Netflix. Right, yes. Blink of an eye. Yes. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I was just reading the story about Jared Leto in uh, New York house hunting. And he was looking at an $8.5 million condo or something like that. But this condo was also available in previous years and other stars have stayed there because it rents for $30,000 a month. Wow. And so he just finished up shooting the um, Gucci movie with Gaga and... Javier Bardem? Mm-hmm. Oh, and Adam, Adam Driver. Sorry, yeah. Gaga and Adam Driver. So now he's in New York looking for a place to stay because his next project is going to be the Andy Warhol biopic. Oh, wow. Interesting. So okay. what are your thoughts on Jared Leto as Andy Warhol? I would have to see what he looks like in the, in the silver wig, but I wouldn't say no to that. I'd love to see how... The, now, it's not the first Andy Warhol movie. Uh, no. David Bowie once played Andy Warhol, yes. which is really good. So I think this will be great. But, but, need- is, but is he too much of something, though? Is Jared Leto, like, is he too pretty? No, he's is he actually, too- as a person, not an, as, as an actor, as a person, Yes, he reflects a lot of Andy Warhol in the way he talks very calmly and stuff. So right. I think he channels Warhol very well. Right, interesting. I don't know what Andy Warhol looks like. I have no why 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 excuse me. All of my knowledge of Andy Warhol yeah. comes from We still can't be friends. The biggest then. fan, Dan right. Mori. So yes. all of my knowledge comes from there. Uh does, You don't know what Andy Warhol looks like? No. Interesting. Seriously? Does, swear. Yeah. He, he, the guy with the, I the assume white I now wig. Jared Leto, that's why he got the part. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You put a, you put a, like a, a white silvery wig on, uh-huh. right? Cuz Warhol always wore a really bad wig. But know, does I, but does Jared Leto have like the facial like his features no, or will he have no. to have like prosthetics? Are we not going to recognize gonna wear, See Warhol Jared Andy Leto Warhol was very pale and had oh, a you, skin you, condition. Mo, he has no idea what you're talking about, Maury. You you've literally just you described just, Andy Warhol and Betty White. <laughs> <laughs> and yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Very pale. So Andy. Andy Warhol. How do you spell like W A R H A L L? No, W A R H O L. You never seen Andy Warhol, huh? You, different you lives. Look Andy I Warhol guess. 80, different, different lives. Do you even know Yo, what you're looking for? Not- Okay, question. You yeah. know the soup cans Did hair product did? exist, like in his? Yeah, but life? that's a wig. That's a wig. That's a wig. Yeah, he had like over two hundred wigs. What a terrible wig. <laughs> you know, when he got the wig, he cut it and dyed it. Like, he made it look bad. <laughs> but all these pictures of Andy Warhol that are on Google, yeah, they're all black and white. Well, yeah, that was... <laughs> How old is this guy? He's not alive. Oh, no. No, he was shot and killed. No, no. Oh, no, how terrible. Really? Yeah. No, he died of a gallbladder thing in 1987. Wasn't he shot? But he survived that. Oh, he survived that. Gallbladders. What do they do? Kill you. <laughs> nobody knows. Other than that, nobody knows what the gallbladder does other than kills kills you. 
All right, so Andy Warhol. Yeah. Congratulations, Jared Leto. <laughs> Looks just like him. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So the story was that Mariah Carey faked her first COVID-19 vaccine. Uh-huh. That was what took off after the first video was released when Mariah got her first shot. And this is the one where she was like, she hit that note, she was singing, everything else. Oh, oh, yeah. All right, bro. Okay. Remind okay. me again, how did people think that she faked it? So here's the thing is that, and the, there's a ton of these videos on social media, which are the needle goes in the arm. Yeah. And you see these on a lot of the drive-by COVID uh, clinics in the States. Needle goes in the arm, needle comes out of the arm, and there's no needle attached to it. So what? the person has a needle. Yeah. They put the needle in the arm. Yeah. They give you the shot. The needle comes away from the arm, and there's no needle on the end of it. Where's the needle? So this is what happened in the Mariah video and why people were saying that she faked it. Yeah. So if you listen to the entire video, and it's just Mariah talking all over everybody, um, what those needles are is that it is retractable. And so, and I didn't even know these things existed. Okay. So you put the needle in the arm, they inject the shot, Mm -hmm. then they hit a button on the end, and the needle goes back inside the tube, and it's to protect healthcare workers in other situations from actually accidentally sticking themselves with a needle that has been inside somebody Uh, else's arm. Smart. Okay, they exist, and they're used everywhere, but we don't know that, because why would we know that? How often are you in... The place to get in getting injected, yeah. right? Doesn't happen. Um, so that's why everybody thought that she faked it. Okay. And that's why everybody thought that a lot of these shots were fake. This is where a lot of the conspiracies come from of like, what are they actually doing with these fake needles? And all these people are getting fake shots put in their arm and yeah. all of this stuff. That's where the microchips exist. Thank you. G6. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Mariah got her second shot this week. Okay. And was trying to lay to rest all the accusations that she had faked her first shot. I'm a little nervous again, but it's gonna be what it is. So do we have a retractable needle today? What's the medical? Not, not today. We're doing a regular needle because a lot of people thought. But we don't care what they think. By the way, people were like, oh, it's the fake needle. Who's gonna, you know, can you show the light? Would I ever go into this lighting for no reason? <laughs> no. Yes. It's less painful that way. On three. One, <sighs> two, three. Okay, we're well, done. Yeah. See, I could, um, and we got through this with no, um... Part two, part two, over for the best. There it is. So, so her excuse was, "Do you think that I would go into a room with this terrible of lighting in order to fake something? Yeah, like course. if I was going to fake something, it would be cool. beautiful lighting." Classic Mariah. Class- <laughs> <laughs> I love it. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, the question was: Is Tom Bergeron the host of? The Bachelor, the new host of The Bachelor, Tom Bergeron was Dancing let go. Stars? Dancing with the Stars. But he's no longer there. He's no longer there. So he was out of work. And then he was teasing on his social media that he had a big announcement to make. And then yeah. people just sort of, I guess, started putting two and two together that he was going to be the host of The Bachelor. Um, but that is not happening. Oh. And uh, Tom said so much to uh, Extra yesterday. And what he's actually going to be hosting is, I believe, a syndicated game show type thing. I don't know really what it is. Um, but he 
was turfed from. It's his birthday today, actually, too. He's sixty six oh, today. Happy birthday, Tom. Um, he was turfed from Dancing with the Stars, and before that, he did America's Funniest Home Videos. His, I think he's one of my favorite hosts right. on that show. Do you remember when he was um, when he left America's Funniest Home Videos, and then we were uh, we were talking about my love for America's Funniest Home Videos, and I said that if I ever had the chance to host America's Funniest Home Videos, that I would leave you and my family and everything else right, to, go, to go to go and do it. And then America's Funniest Home Videos reached out to me. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. They did? Yeah, so there was a guy in Toronto years ago. Yeah. Years ago. We talked to him on the show. There was a guy in Toronto that was friends with Vic DeBona uh-huh. from Vic DeBona Productions yeah. that does AFV, and he's good friends with him, and he heard us talking about it. And I wound up, sitting on the phone for almost an hour with Vic DeBona talking about... You were going to leave us and your family? <laughs> we, can believe, we can believe that part out. No, we can't. Uh, uh, leave uh, button broken right now. No, come on. <laughs> um, and then I wound up doing a tape for them. No, you did yeah, not! Yeah, yeah. I wound up, yeah, I wound up <gasps> doing a tape for America's How Funniest Home Videos. dare you? And they wanted... Uh, Does your family know and that then, you did that? Uh, yeah, Catherine knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And she was ready. No, but the incredible thing about America's Funny, Funniest Home Videos is it's like they shoot the entire season over four Saturdays. Oh yeah, I guess right. Like it's a it's a piece of cake. Um, but I did a full script for them. Like I got hit in the nuts with a ball during no, during my yeah during my oh yeah. my god. Dude, <laughs> like that's I did great. the I did the, I did the whole thing. And, and um, is that when they gave it to Carlton? Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah, Alfonso hey, yeah, Alfonso Ribeiro. Yeah, it was right before that. <laughs> so whenever that was, I don't know, oh, no. eight, six, seven, eight years ago or whatever it was. Uh, so yeah, so I did a full thing and then sat on the phone. I sent them the tape and then they called me back and we had a big conversation about it and they were really cool. I mean, I was never going to get it, but I think that they were more just blown away that I was a fan and somebody who said that I was willing to leave my life for America's Funniest Home <laughs> Videos so they had to at least see what I had to offer. So did you really get hit in the nuts with the ball? Yeah, but we had to shoot it over and over and over again. So I had a guy, a, a guy I was working with, a guy I hired to help and me shoot hard? the video. Like, did it hurt? It hurt. After a while, it hurt. because you, you like, like how many takes well, was Well, it, you because think? you get like six to the thigh, right? Yeah. And then that starts to hurt after a while and then when you finally get one in the nuts, you realize, you know, <laughs> what pain actually is. <laughs> how many times how do you think uh, Alfonso Ribeiro got hit? Oh, God. Well, you don't hit Alfonso Ribeiro in the nuts. <laughs> he, got the, he got the rubber bat to the face, I'm sure, but you don't hurt those nuts. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. So the story goes that the Bill and Melinda Gates divorce has actually been in the works for months. And they, according to TMZ, they were supposed to announce this back in March. Uh, one of their sources says that Melinda Gates rented uh, an entire island in Granada. What? For the price of, it's like a resort island. Yeah. It costs $132,000 a night. The plan is for Melinda and the kids, as well as their significant others, to come to the island. Everyone was going to be there except for Bill. Ooh. TMZ says that everyone in the family already knew Bill and Melinda were getting divorced. There was a considerable amount of uh, acrimony associated with the split. And we are told virtually everyone in the family took Melinda's side. So that's no. what they're reporting. On the day that the divorce was filed, TMZ also says that um, Bill Gates transferred, I think it was $1.8 billion in stock into Melinda's account. Now, that said, hmm. who's up next? What do you mean? Now, who's up Bi- next? now that Bill Gates is a single man. So, odds makers have posted. Like he's going to be on the prowl now? <laughs> Why not? Um, odds. Change that status to single? <laughs> odds makers. 
<laughs> so crazy. Uh, odds makers have uh, Ann Winblad as the favorite. This was Bill Gates' old girlfriend that he reportedly would go on weekend trips with every year because of that. some arrangement. Venture capitalist, this kind of thing. He's known her forever. Yeah. She's at three to one odds to be the next girlfriend. Uh, Jennifer Aniston is 33 to one. <laughs> Get out of here. I'm telling you, these are the odds. Uh, they, they, they put this together. Uh, Terry Hatcher is also 33 to one. Angelina Jolie, Drew Barrymore, Jane Fonda, and Kim Kardashian are all 50 to one. Kim Kardashian. Yep. Uh, yeah. Bookies, bookies will pay. Uh, they'll give you 66 to one odds. If his next girlfriend is Alexand- uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Get out of here. Or Hillary Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> Now, now, if you really want to make some money, yeah, okay, the long shot bet, okay, the long shot bet, this pays out a thousand to one. So if you bet one dollar and this comes through, you get a thousand dollars back okay. for every one dollar you spend. If he gets with newly single, yeah, newly single, you already said Kim, already said Kim, newly single, newly single. Like how new? Like within the past? Within like, the past month. Month. Yeah. Newly single. I don't know. Who? Queen Elizabeth. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah. Come se- on. Se- se- 73, single, widow. What she, has all, she has all her own money. She doesn't need his money. She's got them jewels and stuff. <laughs> uh, it's a thousand to one odds. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> for every dollar you spend if he uh, hooks up with the queen you'll get a thousand dollar payout which is great money if you ask me Roz and Mocha Q&A hello Juliet how are you hi I'm good thanks all right uh well welcome to the Roz and Mocha show podcast yep your name looked very familiar have you uh, you ask a lot of questions uh on Instagram right yes I do okay have we ever had you on the podcast before yes you have oh nice. okay that's why it looks so familiar all right so Welcome uh, back what is your question for the room um well I was wondering what did your bedroom look like when you were 13 huh oh so interesting Juliet why don't we let's start with you what did your bedroom look like at 13 years old oh Lord I'm trying to remember. Oh, you don't even remember? I was trying to remember, and I'm trying to go back. I remember what it looked like when I was 16. I was trying to go back to, like, when I was 13. That's when I first moved to the suburbs. Yeah. So um, I remember there was, like, a set of Britannica encyclopedias (laughs) in my bedroom. Yeah. Hot. And I had one of those those desks. I bet you never read any of them. No. Yeah. Only for research purposes, remember my projects and stuff like that. Okay. Sure. And I had one of those desks that had the globe, the map of the world on it. <laughs> yeah, would you probably never look at? Um, uh-huh. Maybe once or twice. <laughs> yeah. And uh, my dresser drawer had a bright orange kind of like crocheted, crocheted thing out over it covering the top of it. What, so it's easier for me to think, how, what grade are you in when you're 13? Like grade when eight or grade nine? Grade eight. Grade eight? Grade eight. Yeah, grade grade eight. eight. Okay, grade it's, easy, it's easier for me to think of like what did my room look like in grade eight than it was what did my room look like when I was 13. It's just easier for me to sort of do the math because I remember what house we were living in at that point. Uh, Maury, what did your room look like? I'm picturing it right now. So I remember above the bed I had an actual outdoor flagpole like the, <laughs> from a wall. Because <laughs> every night like I was obsessed with 
because I was an air cadet. Okay. Um, and every night I would lower the flag with the rope. Right. And fold it properly and then raise it in the morning <laughs> before school. Really? Wow. Yeah. And then I remember behind the door there was a Scarface poster. Never saw the movie, but my dad wanted people to think I was straight. Right. So he put up like I was just going to say, you have masculine. so many stories from your childhood where it was like things that were designed to ensure heterosexual intentions, oh. <laughs> right? And on the floor was yes. a tool a tool case. Okay, like for tools. For tools, but I put my like movie stub collection and <laughs> like a toolbox? Toolbox. Like yeah. my dad's okay. toolbox. He brought it home from work going, you should yeah. put this in your room. Yeah. And so but in there I had like my coin collection. Surra my movie surrounding you with metal was a way to like <laughs> make sure that you like you became straight, right? Yeah. I still have the tool case and the movie stub collection. And what's in the what's in the toolbox? Everything from when I was thirteen. Oh wow! So so Maury had a flagpole, <laughs> a Scarface poster, and a um, toolbox full of mementos <laughs> in in his room. What was your room like, Mocha? So my bedroom when I was thirteen. So I turned thirteen when I was still in grade eight, but then. Obviously, when I went to grade nine, I was still 13 until I turned 14. Yeah. So my room looked different from when I was in grade eight to when I was in grade nine. There was right. a little bit of a transformation. So when I was in grade eight, I didn't have any posters on the wall. I had one desk. You walk into my room, uh, and then on the right-hand side, there is a desk. In the middle is obviously bed. the bed. To mm -hmm. the left of the bed is my dresser. Oh, and my bed had like a headboard that had like a little insert in it, mm -hmm. and I would kept my, my radio there, okay. my stereo there. Um, and then in grade nine, painted all the walls mm -hmm. white, and then on top of the walls, my dad was so pissed. I put posters everywhere from all like my hip-hop magazines. Um, I remember I got this poster of um, this giant Black Panther oh, that I yeah. had right Hot. in the middle Hot. of the wall, like yes. centered with my bed. Yes. Um, and that's what I could, that's all I could remember right now. But it was just like posters on the wall and like your regular yeah. bed, dresser, desk. For I also had a, a, a poster of Alyssa Milano. Did you just, really? Yeah. Just, just, just in case. <laughs> just in case. Okay, so going uh, back to grade, let's say grade eight, Ross, Sure, yeah. My, I think that I was probably, I think that was the room in the house that uh, I was playing a lot of guitar at the time. My room wasn't that big. So I convinced my parents to get rid of my bed. And what? Yeah, because I needed a place to play guitar. So I, I convinced them to get rid of my bed and get me a pullout couch. Oh, my right? God. Yeah. So I had basically I had like my own living room and also having girls over into the room was easier to just like sit, hang out and make out uh, if you had a couch as opposed to the bed. The getting on the bed was a big deal. Yeah. But if you walked into somebody's room and they had a couch, you just sit and hang Did out. Did you push right? a button and it turned into a bed? No, 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 no. This was Austin like, Powers. Jesus. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not Matt Lauer. <laughs> um so I had a pull-out couch, and I think I just had, like, rock and roll posters. But growing up, this I remember this clearly because this was the first cool room that I got. Like, growing up, my mother treated my brother and I like we were twin brothers, right? right. Like, growing up, we had the same pajamas. Yeah. We had the same, like, we would get the same sort of toys. We would get the same everything. But only my brother would always get, like, the cool blue. Yeah. And my aesthetic for my whole life was 
was always I would get the same thing only in brown, right? Or or <laughs> oh, or, or, or beige, right? <laughs> what's so, the what's the age gap between you guys? Three again? years. Three years. Okay. So my sisters are also three years apart, and yes. when they were younger, my mom would do the same thing. Yes. where she would buy like the same outfits, just different different colors. Well, you can go through our Christmas morning pictures. It's my brother and I sitting in the same pajamas. His are blue, mine are brown, right? <laughs> okay. And it was the same thing with our rooms. So my brother oh, no. and, and I don't know why we both couldn't have blue right yeah. but my brother's room always had like cool blue <laughs> curtains and like the bedspread was blue and like all this stuff and then you would go into mine and everything in my room looked the exact same as his the same patterns on everything yeah. but only <laughs> mines were brown and beige right <laughs> so, so my my gross. my walls were beige like no, everything and everything this is oh, why this buddy. is this is why to this day i can't have anything beige in the house right um traumatic it's traumatic to me and then so uh. this was in grade eight was the, the first year where I, I i i wanted a purple room right yeah so i told my mother i was like listen i i'm gonna i need to i, I want to have this purple room it's like cool it's rock and roll it's like creative i can like i picked the paint color and everything else and i'm like this is where i want to just sit and play guitar and just be rock and roll like yeah. let me just do this i will repaint everything Okay, when it's time to move or whatever, because dad's at that time was like, if anything was a lighter shade than baby blue, you would never be able to paint over it. The house was ruined at that point. Right. (laughs) So I said, listen, give me the purple room. And I will take care of everything if we ever move because we moved a lot. I'm like, I'll repaint everything. I'll be in charge of the whole deal. Yeah. And they were like, "Okay, cool. And then I walked in after painting day. And instead of the purple room, what I now had was um, purple curtains my room was white. Oh no! With just one five-inch strip purple stripe that went all the way around the middle of all the walls. Oh no! And they were like, "There's your purple." <laughs> right? They cut the room in half and just put a giant purple stripe around my whole room. Oh no! Um, yeah. So I remember grade eight was when I first got my when I got the purple room and I had the pull-out couch. And, uh, and that was the first time I got to sleep in a room that wasn't beige. Also, also the pullout couch they got me was green. Oh, gross. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I, and I had to be happy about all of it because all I ever did was complain about beige. Yeah. Right. And so now I couldn't complain that my couch was green, but my, the stripe in my room was purple. So, so here's I couldn't question, complain though. about anything. Yes. When you brought the ladies over. what they yes. think? Oh, they loved it. <laughs> Are you kidding me? It was, it was, it was incredible. Yeah, it course. was incredible. My brother's room at that point uh, was black and orange. It looked like Halloween. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing in the world. But my dad, again, my dad wouldn't let him paint the room black and orange. Wow. So when my brother came home after painting day, the only thing that was black and orange were every other closet door that he had. Oh, so his room no. was all white, but his his closet looked like Halloween. Like yeah. it was weird. It it's was like a weird. Funhouse. Yeah, it was weird. Like like my parents were cool, but like to a certain extent. Yeah. They wouldn't let us have really cool no, things. It was always like that. it was all posters. My walls were covered yeah, I had a lot in of posters. stuff. Yeah. Covered posters and i had because i used to collect records when i was a kid or that's when i started collecting records i would take the album covers yeah and i would i uh, use thumbtacks and created a border along the top of the of the wall of all the walls yeah. so it went all the way around my room did you ever have a stuffed animal that you held on to a little bit too long that you had to hide when a lady came over or a dude came over more i still have stuffed animals <laughs> <laughs>
But like Granny gave them back to me. But like sentimental stuffed animals. Yeah. 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 Where do you keep them? Well, the one that's a, a lion is on top of like the bookshelf or whatever, because Granny said that's where it has to go, so it's looking down on me. Oh, jeez. But you don't keep yeah. them like on your. But they're on not your on bed, your bed. Like, in your you room don't cuddle anything, them, right? Oh no 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 no! No, Matthew like on the said, nightstand. No, but there's one on the there's one on the nightstand. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll tell you, Roxy has a couple still. Like every now and then, one of her bunnies will wind up on the couch upstairs, uh-huh. and it'll sit there for a week before one of us finally brings it down at bedtime. Uh, it is the greatest thing in the world. I will lie on the couch and I grab it and I just like I put it right up against my face under yeah. my chin with its ears fluffed across my nose and stuff. It's super comfortable. When did uh, when did she? I guess she still uses or she yeah, still she, it she'll every grab one every now and then when she goes to bed. Sure, yeah, but yeah. Uh, but me. I had a I had a, a, like a, a stuffed animal named Herbert. I think he was. He was a dog. he was a one eyed dog that wore a red hoodie. <laughs> and, badass. Yeah, badass. And uh, and I had him in my bed for a long time. And every time somebody came over, I would like run into the room and like stuff it under the couch, really? or or put it behind the curtains or in the top of the closet. Yeah, I was embarrassed. I uh, no, I never. I don't think I ever had one. No, no, never a stuffed like animal. Uh-uh. I, really? I had a pound puppy. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. You know, I, I wanted pound puppies, and then I saw a friend of mine get pound puppies, and I was like, yeah, I'm not a pound puppy guy. <laughs> Are you and your brother still three years apart? Are we still three years apart? Excuse me. Sorry, I just got that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're still on the phone. Juliet, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Yeah, Ross completely forgot. <laughs> Juliet, thank okay. you so much. She's being so quiet okay, the whole time. Yeah. Anyways, love you lots. Uh, keep asking your questions, and, and hopefully we'll talk to you again. Hopefully we'll have you on the show another time, okay? Yes, definitely. And McPherson Sasu says this. McPherson Sasu, good name. A few podcasts ago, Dim and Maury was talking about when he buys cabbage, he splits it with his neighbor. His nameless neighbor, because Maury doesn't even know his name. How is that possible? How do you even start a cabbage share with someone, <laughs> especially someone you don't even know? So he's in 304. Yeah. And I no, I see him every day, him and his girlfriend. No idea what their names are. We do the cabbage Does thing. he know who you are? Uh, he never says my name. I don't think so. And then there's somebody in. But 30- he doesn't know you're like Maury from the show, right? No, no, like no. That. Okay. And then in 309 is um, the half deaf guy, right. and I share dog food with him and his dog. So did and I you, don't know his name. So is this a, is this a situation where you were in? You did introduce yourselves at one point, and then you just forgot the name, or you've never known the name? Never known the name. No. Like huh? we just sort of just dived right in. And then so you what? Don't just you met a stranger, and then you decided to share cabbage. And then yes, cabbage. But how did that come up? Hey, do you want to share cabbage? I, because he. Well, how did it come up? So I had. The full cabbage. Yeah. And we were in the elevator with groceries or whatever, and he saw the thing, and I said, this is way too much. Like, yeah. I wish they sold them in halves. And yeah. he said, tell you what, I could use half. Why yeah. don't you cut it, and I'll take the other half. Right. And then the next time I did the same thing, bought it, knocked on his door going, do you want the half again? So, so did he say, if cabbage. you give me half your cabbage, I'll give you half of this? No, there's nothing no, I want no, half no, of from him. No, no. Wait, so does he not give you money for it or anything? No, no, not at all. So he no. just gets free cabbage every yeah, how many yeah. weeks? Yeah, this isn't a cabbage share. You're just you're the man's giving you you're giving the man free cabbage. Yeah, but what are you gonna it's, it's fine, it's deal. neighborly. Yeah, like the guy I in three oh nine, I give him free dog food. Yeah. Yo, dog food is crazy expensive, though. I know, but I keep buying things to t- try it out on Andy, and if he doesn't like it, I just give it to his dog. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> does his dog eat it or no? Yeah, right yeah, away. It, yeah. He does, huh? Uh, that's incredible. And so, you've never even thought to ask their names? 
It's too late now. Too late. Oh. Too past the point. Do they know who you are? Uh, no. No. Oh, no, they don't know. They know. What about Andrew's the cabbage name? guy? Cab- cabbage no, guy doesn't know? not a thing. Yeah. And Matthew gets mad because they say hi and talk to me and nobody acknowledges Matthew and he gets really pissed off. Really? So he, he'll just go into the condo like and leave us and then I'll go in. He's like, they During don't the conversation? S- yeah. And he'll be like, <gasps> they don't even say hello or acknowledge me. I'm like, well, you don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's so rude. Uh, Julia asks, why does Roz hate the term man cave so much? Oh, God. <laughs> one, one, it's disgusting sounding, right? Uh-huh. Like it just sounds gross. Like it's not. I don't. It's I like just, dirty stuff happens down there. No, it just sounds. It sounds. Is there another word that you would rather use? No. Why like, can't we just freaking like call dude it hole? Like like a <laughs> like a what? A dude hole. Dude hole. No, no, because I find it. Listen, I find it derogatory. I think that it was. I think that it was created um, by people who were in a way um, sort of backhandedly acknowledging some sort of machismo or macho-ness um, that, uh, that isn't acceptable. And, you know, you could no longer have a games room, right? Games rooms, like, sounds fun, right? Yeah. You know, um, you know, even rec room used to sound awesome, right? Yeah. But man cave is just, to me, it's, I don't know, it, it has never sat well with me. It sounds sort of vile. Like, I don't like the, the term. I've never wanted to say man cave. If anybody invited me to their man cave, I wouldn't go. Like, it's just an awful, it's just an awful term. We already had names for all those cool things that guys used to spend their time in and then somebody came around and they wanted to sort of goof on it. And to me, that's what man cave is. It seems like a goof on the idea of just hanging out with the dudes, right? right? And you, it needs to be something. It's what just, if somebody invited you to the dude hole? To the dude <laughs> It's a lot of fun yeah. to have. Or what about yeah. the bro nook? The bro no. Again, again, all those things. The bro nook. Right? Right? Like I don't want to go to your I don't want to go to your man cave. I don't want to go to your dude hole. And I don't want to spend time with you in the bro nook. Right? Like, the bro nook seems like that's smaller than the man cave. Right. Right? Yeah. It's a little oh, too, yeah. too, too cozy. Yeah. A no, too cozy. No, no, no. Like like in the bro nook, you share a chair. Yeah, there's no room for right? activities. No, there. no. <laughs> no, like there's no dartboard. It's like, what do we? It's like, it's like, what do you do in the bro nook? Yeah. We high five, right? Like that's, <laughs> that's all there. That's yeah, it. That. Yeah, yeah. You just you <laughs> high five, right? And that's that's all that goes on in the bro nook. No, I don't know. I find it. Uh, I, I find it, and I don't want know why. Maybe I shouldn't find it offensive, but I always find the term um, man cave somehow offensive because I think that it's derogatory towards men wanting to spend time with other dudes. Pogo25 asks, do you prefer straight or curly hair on yourself and or on your partner? Interesting. Um, straight hair, definitely. I'm, I'm assuming on the head. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, is Matthew's hair straight or curly? I don't no, know. it's straight and long and it's perfect right now. Right. And your hair, if you grew it out, is... Curly as hell. Curly. Is it yeah. really? Yeah. I, I, it's upsetting to me. I um, had the hairdresser straighten it once when it was longer and it was amazing, yeah. but it won't stay that way. Yeah. Well, because you got to do it every day. Yeah, but yeah. Matthew's is perfect. I'm, I'm jealous of Matthew's hair right now. Why don't you just grow yours out? Because then it would just become like it can afro-y. look cool. It can look cool. Yeah. You can do that. There's a lot of people that do that. You There's tried to grow your hair once recently. Yeah, and didn't it curls. You? But it I know, curls but you, here, you made the mistake. You started and, cutting the sides and everything, yeah, and you started doing weird. this weird thing with it. Why don't you just like let it grow for like a month? Don't touch it. This is a month. Oh, that's a month. Yeah. Yeah. No, let it grow for six months, and then see what happens. I can try. Yeah. You just stop cutting. I just stopped cutting mine. I got sick of it. I'm like, I'm not cutting my hair anymore. But then underneath, I start getting 
Oil blisters. Ew. Oh, God. Oh, God. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know where we take care of those? In the man nook. <laughs> In the bro nook. In the bro nook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's where we take things like oil blisters. <laughs> yeah. I don't even want to know. We'll fix you right up. Um, I don't have a preference, really. I mean, Jenna has. uh, Is your natural? Your hair's straight, though, right? Yeah, your natural. Yeah, your natural hair. I've never Uh dated a guy with curly hair. No. No, I've got a couple hair. women with curly hair. My yeah. natural state of my hair is um, it's very coarse and wiry. It's like pubic hair. Um, oh, it, really? It's, yeah, it's unruly. It might, is it because of the product? Like you put so much product in no, there no, and no, like you no, don't really wash? No, no, no. The reason I have to put so much product in there is because of oh. that. Like if I just, if I, if on those days where I do like fully wash my hair and everything else, yeah. um, if I just left it to air dry, it's just like, it's out to here. It's like wispy. And really? like curls half this way and this way. And it's con- like the consistency consistency of it like it never lays flat like yeah. it's just it's just it's not good i don't have good hair my hair when i shampoo it yeah and i dry it it gets like super fluffy yeah like good. very very yeah. fluffy it's like a cat right a little bit yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it gets yeah. really fluffy. No, it's not good. i like really long straight hair because like when you're on bed on the bed or whatever and there's a guy over you i love when their long hair kind of when does that ever happen when has that ever happened it's a that fantasy. wasn't on vr it was a fantasy it's a fantasy <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean where you weren't lying back with your phone in front of your face yeah. when does that ever happen that's never happened right no, but it's a fantasy to have like somebody's hair flop into my face have you, you've never had that though no i'll tell you what it's not it's not that fun to have hair flop in your face? No, you get it in your mouth and yeah. it tickles your nose and like... You risk getting a strand No, but in if your they're eye. the same height, it would fall sort of onto your forehead. No, but hair, what do you think? They're only growing out their bangs? <laughs> <laughs> like you a, know how weird that would look? Yeah. Like they had short hair just, everywhere. That's yeah, what I had. Long, bangs. Just I had that. long... No, but long enough I to had, touch somebody. <laughs> I had my... When I was 19, my whole head was shaved except for bangs that grew down that I flopped over my whole head. Yeah. See and that. it curled up the back. What? Like a water slide? (laughs) (laughs) That's super weird, And I dyed it blonde. Um, Okay, Logan says here, on a quest for the perfect sauces, Mm. what sauces for food, like pizza, wings, ribs, and eggs, are you into? I'm into the Takara sauce for eggs, hickory liquid smoke for ribs, and Frank's Red Hot Thick Sauce for pizza and wings. I just saw that Frank's thick. That's my dad's <laughs> nickname. Thick Frank. Yeah, I just saw that in the grocery store. It's thick like uh it's like ketchup. I've never seen those. It's like ketchup. You squeeze it out. It's like a thick hot sauce. Is it really? Yeah, Frank's thick. <laughs> really? Yeah. I have to get much that like, for Father's Day. Um, yeah, yeah, no, like, no um, joke. What do you call it? Um um, um It's like sriracha, like sriracha thick. That's what yeah, it is. that's yeah, what yeah, that's yeah. what it is, but it's uh what was that first sauce that he said? He said, "Oh, taquera." T-A-Q-U-E-R-A. We have that all. Q-U-R-A. I've never really had that on eggs. For eggs, I like the Benny sauce. Eggs. I don't, I don't, you know what? I don't put sauces on any of my eggs. You've never had eggs Benedict? Oh, yeah. I've had eggs Benny. I love that sauce that you put on eggs. Is that what it is? Hollandaise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan. Um, Okay. So, so, geez. Uh, First of all, liquid smoke, no. Um, liquid smoke is not smoke. It is like chemical to give the illusion of a smoke flavor. It never tastes right for me. I will, I tried it once on, uh, I think ribs, maybe the same guy that this did or, or a brisket, something else that I was doing a long cook with and I will never use liquid smoke again. Really? I don't mind it. I've used it on 
uh, on ribs before. I didn't mind it, and I used it in doing a um, what do you call it? like a ground burger. Just yeah. make my homemade burger, never, and, I, and yeah. I put in a little bit of liquid smoke. I don't mind it. it never, never tastes right to me. Never heard of it till ne- now. Never never tastes right. Never uh, For me, because, uh, like, have, do you ever use real smoke? Like, no. w- soak wood chips, stick them off to the side, like all that stuff, like real hickory? Because you can buy those. It's easy, right? Funny you should bring that up. We just got one of those, um, a smoker, like, a port, like, I think Breville makes it. Yeah. And it comes with the, the little chips that you put in the top. You heat it yeah. up. And you put it in, in like the barbecue in the barbecue. Maybe liquid wherever, smoke is yeah. for condo people yeah. then, because you can't smoke anything in your condo. Yeah, no, 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 for sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But I would just rather go without yeah. than than use than use liquid smoke um, on eggs. I will usually gravitate towards some sort of red-based Mexican-y hot sauce, mm. much like this guy with the tequila sauce. Um, but even even sometimes Frank's is fine on yeah. if I'm doing like a, an omelet or something like that or even just sunny side up, I'll do. But always like a red base, nothing thick because I like it to mix with the yolk. And then you just dip mm. into the you dip into the yolk, and then for what did he say? Wings. Yeah, he said. Uh, well, pizza and wings. He uses the Frank's red thick. Right. There is a first. I do two sauces with wings. I always do like a white, like a blue cheese kind of thing on the mm. side, and then uh, whatever hot sauce is. But I've been really, really into this Caribbean hot sauce lately. Um, that they. Oh. Who makes it? Do you know? Give me a second. So it's uh, while you look that up, my go-tos are always Frank's. I use the Nando's um, sauce that they sell. Yeah. They have a medium and a hot that I love. And then my mom makes this killer like mango pepper sauce mm-hmm. that I use mm-hmm. literally with everything. I will use it on like if we're eating breakfast, I'll use it on sausages. Right. I will use it with pizza. I will use it with wings. I Oh, it's the best. Okay, so here is the hot sauce that I've been um, that I've been getting. Okay, it is by a company called Nerpies. Nerpy. Yeah, I spell that N E R P Y apostrophe S. Don't you get that if you don't use protection? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what is it? N E N E R P Y S. Yes, and I buy it at Metro, so you can get it anywhere. Um, they have they have two, so they have one, or they they have like more than two. They got three or four. Oh yeah, nerpies. Yeah, dude. Okay, so um, I Jamaican get pepper sauce. Jamaican pepper sauce. Damn. I get the brown one, not the red one. There's a yellow one, a red one, and a brown one. Yeah, and I get the brown one, and it is. First of all, the level of heat on Nerpees is like real. Is it this one that's it's reads, real? Um, go a very very hot pepper. Is it that one? Okay, let me just see. I'll tell you in a second. E- is it the gold one? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that has oh, to be it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, the the gold very hot pepper sauce. I think that that's it. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, my God, it's so good. That's my new favorite hot sauce. Really? And I use it on everything. I will this, definitely be trying th- yeah, this. This one right here is um, the gold very hot pepper sauce by Nerpees. If you can find it, this to me is the best hot sauce on the market I right just can't now. go into a store and say, hey, do you have Nerpees? Because I feel like if they don't know what I'm talking about, they'll think I'm talking about something else. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is it. I think that this is the one. This is definitely the company. Um, but I, I don't know, maybe it's not the, the gold one, but anyway, this company, whatever they are, their jerk spices, everything else that they do, 
um, are incredible. Like Yo. The, they are incredible. They um, make such good products. So on their their website under the Who We Are, yeah, where it says that they started in 2008. They start like this is like 10 minutes from where I live right now. Is it? Yes. No. I swear. This is amazing. Yo, I will Nerpy's definitely. your neighbor? Yeah, Nerpy's my neighbor. <laughs> I will um I will definitely support Nerpies, and I will definitely be trying some of these uh, these these balls of hot sauce. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway, those are my. If you're looking for good hot sauces, uh, this company does it up, man. They're dynamite. They do a really, really good job. Do you and Matthew use uh, any other sauces at home, Roy? Like you guys in the hot sauces? He buys this really strange um, sauce in a sack. Yeah, go on. Okay. It's like organic yeah, barbecue on. sauce. Uh-huh. Okay. It's not bad, but I honestly prefer like an HP or like a normal barbecue oh, like sauce. Yeah. But he like goes to the fridge and gets his sack out and it's like $8 for this little sack of sauce. <laughs> and he like puts it on stuff and I'm like, how do you get um, it out of the sack? Do you suck it? No, you take the lid <laughs> off and you squeeze the sack. Yeah. How does a sack, what kind of lid is on the sack? It's like a little it's twisty like a, thing. It's it kind of looks like, um, like a wine skin. No, no, no! Like the sack, it's kind of like a like one of those juice bags, like you know, like the not a juice box, but like like, oh, like, like a, a Capri like Sun, a, like, yeah, a, yeah, like, yeah. A, like a yeah, sip yeah. sack, yeah. yeah, 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 like that. So, but it's a very expensive organic barbecue sauce that I think is ridiculously overpriced. And how much it. is it? It's like eight ninety nine. Yeah. And it, how much like, do you get? You get probably not a lot. Half of what you normally would in a jar of normal sauce. Right. And he's yeah. so sparing with it because it was eight ninety nine. I'm like, dude, just use normal stuff for the love of God. Right. But does he let you use it or no? It's only for him. No, he will buy. Even he bought organic ketchup, but he buys me the normal stuff. Going here, have your crap. I'm gonna have my oh. ketchup <laughs> <laughs> because he. <laughs> He doesn't think I'm worthy of the organic stuff because I'll still have hot dogs and popcorn and other stuff. So why waste the expensive organic stuff on me when I'm, you know, filling my body full of crap anyway? So if you guys have something nice for dinner, he'll allow you to use the organic ketchup. Then I can squeeze nice. the sack, yeah. But not if you have a hot dog. Like if you if have I'm a having hot a hot dog, dog, God forbid you put the organic ketchup on there. <laughs> <laughs> So and he'll know. He uses a sharpie and puts a, a little dot no, where he it is. It. No, uh, he yes, doesn't. Yes, there's a lines down the side of the thing. Well, that's too what? bad. You should have. You should have grown up in my house with my old man. As soon as that ketchup bottle got to about one quarter left, in went a half a cup of water, a <laughs> couple of shakes, back in the fridge, back in the fridge. Use it till it's done. Right? <laughs> yeah. Back in the fridge it went. Matthew does, does that with shampoo. What? He puts water in there? Yeah, and shakes it, it up. There's, yeah, and dilutes the shampoo. Yeah, sometimes, there's a you, sometimes you gotta, uh, right? Find us on Instagram, <laughs> at Kiss925. Uh, every week we put, put a picture that reads, Ask Raz and Mocha. This is where we get your questions. So feel free to, to leave a comment, leave your questions, and we'll, we'll happily have one of you join us on a future episode. This has been the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. See you in the bro nook. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On Kiss 925. KISS92.5.com or download the KISS92.5 app.